number of topics, including the disaster that is GTA Trilogy. <laughs> we also have Halo, Halo Infinite is also just released yesterday. And also the Game & Watch Zelda Edition came out in the last couple days. So yeah, a number of really, really neat gaming topics and some surprising tech topics. Because the reason why I say surprising, because one is an oldie, but a goodie. <laughs> kind of. It was goodie for a time. Movie Pass is back in the news. <laughs> and Hugh Jackman is involved in Doctor Strange 2 reshoots. So, mm. um, we also have a an iPhone with a USB-C, which 86,000. Why didn't I do this? <laughs> that would be super simple to do. <laughs> it's literally four solder points. That is it. Uh, it's it's a little more than that because it's it's the uh, um the data transfer. No, that's it's just four solder points. Literally. I don't know. This guy, it, it took a little bit more than that for this guy. Because he had to get, I think he had to use a different type of board to, to use it and stuff. I don't think it was so, just solder. I don't know. Because the, 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 the iPhone's lightning cable has that chip in it. Maybe, I, I don't know. Because it has that chip that doesn't let you make fake ones. No, but like lightning, yeah, but like the conversion to lightning ports and other things, like between uh, lightning port and USB C, is there's only four things in all of these things. There's v, uh, v bus plus, which is your red, it's positive, uh, usually five volt, and then there's negative, and then there's data data plus, which is green, and data minus, which is white. That is it. Yeah, and that is it. Well, when we get to it, we'll see. <laughs> so, oh well, you'll have to. Well, and then there's stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah, obviously there's usually other like other grounding cables. Some add stuff to add stability. But I mean, then that's not really anything. Anyway, those are the topics that this one we're getting into. But anyway, what the hell is what are we the hell? What tech well, that we're, are? We're not going to the massive, the massive, not really massive hit of Halo. We already mentioned that. I was just joking because I wanted to say people are overreacting for good reason. Anyway. <laughs> Records, man. Records. They're making they're, records. They're not records, okay? Just Microsoft beating their own shit. <laughs> it's not a record. Well, save it for when we get to it. Okay. So, anyway, so let's get into what the heck everybody's been up to since last week. Um. Okay. What kind of gaming have you done? Uh, I was playing a game of Nate Don't Know Shit, so don't open his shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, um. I haven't been really gaming. I've been working on maps for the second section of our D&D campaign. That's probably like five months out. But get the maps out of the way because I like building them. Um, so I haven't really done anything like that. We did start our camp uh, campaign last Saturday. Um, if any of you want to check out the first stream, we have it up on our Facebook. It was incredibly entertaining. I think it was probably our best session we've ever had. That opening was goddamn hilarious. Rock and roll, and all of all of that shit with the with the eels and Nate putting himself in a spot where he's going to die if I didn't mention you idiots should be screaming for help, like that whole thing was good. 
It was an excellent start. Other than that, no, I didn't even get to like tell my backstory. I just said, uh, "Rock and roll." <laughs> You'll have time for that, dude, because you're gonna have openings. Like, what just spoke, for example, say you guys decide to camp out. I'm mm-hmm. gonna be like, "So, what are you all doing?" This would be an opportunity for maybe you to sit down next to like Volmir, Volmir and just kind of like drunk man spew your background because you're a drunken fool. You know, there'll be openings for you to RP your character, and you just gotta build on your story when you do. You know, I mean, take take a hit from Alex. Like that motherfucker has literally built an entire story within two seconds just by doing that one thing with the eel. You now understand that he's gonna play that character like it's a robot that's too stupid to be a robot, mm. and it's great. Yeah, that was funny when he just walked off. <laughs> yeah, because I forgot, dude. I forgot his wisdom is like seven and his intelligence is like a nine. And, and he's I'm a like, robot. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's a robot from the past that became became sentient. Uh, but okay. because he's been asleep for so long, he hasn't learned anything. He's like a child being taught by Doc. So of course uh, he's going to be stupid and, and oblivious to everything. It's perfect. <laughs> so that's about it. Move on, because I don't want to waste all your time. Not to get into that topic, but I, I played Halo last night. Oh. And for for my computer, uh, which is a few years old, the 6850K Intel and a 1080 uh, graphics card ran flawlessly mm-hmm. like no issues no lag no nothing like i try i i was trying mm-hmm. i maxed that shit out and nothing i was getting over 100 frames per second yeah well i think my opinion like i think most games in this day and age would still even with like a 960 would still you can put it at max settings you wouldn't get any frame drops but then again i'm reading that other people are so i don't know I, well they probably just don't know what they're doing but yeah. <laughs> i know that uh bose was wasn't he was getting 30 frames he was against 60. That's not bad, though. 30 frames is decent, though. Yeah. I it's, it's when you get down to, like, 20 frames, it's not playable. But 30 yeah. frames, like, you know, I mean, most a good portion of the video games were 30 frames for years. Like, But he's also playing on a the Sony 3D PlayStation TV. Sony 3D. What? Does Halo not run on PlayStation TVs? No, no, no. It's just, uh, it's it's only 60 hertz. It's not like it's oh. any faster. Plus, so that would be fine. Uh, I don't know if it. I don't. I don't know if it only runs at thirty. I'm not sure how that works. So yeah, no, that should be fine. If he's only sixty hertz, he shouldn't really experience. Then he really wouldn't really notice much at all. Then I would hope not. I don't think he would notice. He would probably just play fine. He, he's gonna buy one of my regular monitors because I got two in the closet. Oh yeah, why not? <laughs> if you way better than that fucking TV. I'm not giving him my Predator. That oh. other one. I have that for when we finally do like a live stream here. Oh yeah, we actually have so a TV, so you can have a, a good monitor. Yeah, not a TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, TV series for Halo. <laughs> yeah, they are in 2022. It's been coming for like 40 years. Steven Spielberg was supposed to do it. I yeah. just can't believe how hard. Is it really that hard to make a Halo TV series? It's not the deepest. Story Until Dawn world. wasn't too bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying how hard is it? It it's not be. like it's the most outrageously deep story. You just tell a story of how the Earth was almost defeated and how a great hero rose to lead the, the armies of the Earth to fight back. It's yeah. not that hard. It's a hero arc story. I'm, 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 like, sh- I'm, sure, I'm sure there's been knockoffs called like Angel Wings or something where like, they, it's, it's, ju- just, it's just like Halo. 
it yeah, boggles they're, they're my having... mind how hard it is to do, like how they're having so much trouble to writing a Halo TV series. Yeah, yeah. Like treating this thing like it's precious when Halo's story has never been its strong point. It's always been like a lot of the multiplayer. People say it is, but it's not. It's the it's the multiplayer. That's the strong point. The campaign's fun because you have four friends, but absolutely not. The story <laughs> is not some fucking Shakespearean art form. No, god no. <laughs> fucking the first game was like follow me through this dungeon for like two hours and then back through it in reverse. Yeah. It's yeah, there's nothing special about it. It's the lore that was good. Everything that happens around the game story. And they can write a story about that and be perfectly fine. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah, so no, I actually did so I only played a couple of games of Naraka. Oh yeah, I won like four. Um I've been playing it every now and then. Yeah, I mean I didn't run I really didn't run into too many hackers. I ran I think I ran into one, but they were always so I the only time I ever ran into hackers is the, always the last player. When I make it a second, because they always, last till the end, it's always the last player. Um, I'll like get some like super combo like three or four times, and their health bar will never move. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just hit well, you with. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about the non-moving health bar. You have to be. You have to understand that that. It's like the infamous other, non-moving health bar. No, other than like two characters, every character's alt even if it doesn't say it, makes them immune to, like, everything while they're using it. No, I mean hitting them, so like, I mean directly hitting them with a full combo, knocking them flying, come back, hitting them again, and they'll get up and I'll be like, okay, your health bar didn't move. Yes, and I'm telling you that that happens, that that is a bug. I mean, not a bug, a, a hack, but I've also come to the realization is that every ult, except for, like, two people, does that without you fucking noticing it. Uh. Like, they pop, like a guy will be at one percent and he'll pop his transformation old. You'll nail him and knock him down during it. Then he'll get up and transform and his health never moved because he hit the button before you hit him. Yeah, no, my guy, guy played monk. The chick that throws the laser sword, you can hit her while she's throwing that laser sword, and it does. Her health doesn't fucking move while she's doing it. No, it won't. No, you can't. No, that's right. No, that is true. But, but they don't tell you that in the thing. It doesn't say immune to damage. But like everybody, but. The guy I use made of fire. His, they're all immune to damage while they pop in the roll, and it's fucking retarded. No, I think it's something that they have to fix. I think it's something missed in the beta, um, that they should fix because I don't think they know how to do it without knocking them out of their alt. Which I think it should be a thing. I think you should be able to if you hit them during during popping their alt, you should be able to knock them out of it. I would say happens to me to with my guy. They'll be I would going, say they need, to do, they need to do a complete rebalance of alts because there are too many I win buttons in this game. Hmm. Like, I love this game, and this is going to sound biased, but I feel like my character is the only one without an I win button because all my button does is allow me to run away without being crowd yeah. controlled. So I can leave. That's it. It's not something I can hit and then guarantee a kill. Yeah. It's something I can hit to get away. Everybody else hits their button, and you're dead. Period. And, like, every the, the amount of games I lose because my team gets caught up in, like, her stupid little the chick with the laser sword which does literally a full armor bar in half my health in one hit yeah or like i'm looking at the heroes right now i would say your guy guy's ult is not great um my guy's ult is not great and um the other guy that turns into the terracard terracard knight the new one 
are all bad. They're not they're not bad, but they're they're where ult should be. And then everybody else's ult is like, if I hit this, you lose. Yeah, and like I like I do it all the time. If I'm getting destroyed, I'll pop my ult because I know they won't be able to kill me. They can hit me all day long and it won't kill me. Um, yeah, and I can come back and, and, and I can literally grab them and throw them and kill them. But the, but the worst part with that is up against up against anybody who's remotely intelligent. Once you pop your ult, you've lost that battle because I'm like if you pop your ult against me, I'm just gonna get behind something where you can't grab me and wait until it runs out. Yeah. So well, you get and no, from it. yeah, but in a tree or something. Yeah, but if I have somebody that runs away, I'll usually run away myself. I can't grab them and then transform back, and then yeah, and I'll and then, and then I'll restore my armor and then I'll fight them again. But that—that's my point, dude. My point is, there's like three people with ults that seem fair and balanced, and then everybody else's ult is fucking retarded. <laughs> yeah, and if they hit you with it, you. Lose. Like I the only one, the only one that doesn't go with is the chick that heals. But the problem with the chick that heals is that it heals like half a bar and half an armor, so she can literally reset the entire fight for her team. Yeah. Like they need to balance, but she's not broken either. They need to balance the I win buttons, and they need to fix that fucking bitch's teleport materia. Oh Atari. yeah, yeah. I. I cannot imagine how, I mean, I can't count how many times she has gotten away from full teams. If teams of five, groups of six people, I've seen this, this, uh, a person run away with this girl and have no trouble getting away because of her teleport move and how short the cooldown is. Yeah. It's wicked short. <laughs> but it's the, I win buttons that, that hurt this game. Well, the thing, the I just want them to add, if someone starts their all, I want, if you hit them, their all stops. They can't do it. Well, they're in the middle of it. Yeah, starting. Right. They're in the middle of starting it. Yeah. I don't agree with that. Why? As long as they balance the other, because if they balance the other ults, ults it wouldn't matter. No, but like why, if, no, but why don't you agree with them knocking BL and BL knock their ult? Because there's no reason to have that. That's like the extreme. If you don't want to balance the ults, then yes, do that. No, but I'm if saying they I, all I, of them, it won't be a problem. No, but why not knock them out though? What's your argument? Why not? Because because part of part of the skill of the game. Is knowing when to maneuver and retreat from combat during these ults and maneuvers. If you're all you have to do is spam, that just adds more problems with the already prob already huge problem of spam to win. So now, like, if you're sp you and your entire team are spamming at me and I can't do and move at all, you shouldn't be able you shouldn't ult. be able you shouldn't be able to if you're getting spammed on. Yeah, but you can't. There's nothing you can do about spam. That's the point. The game's built in a way where you, the only way you can avoid spam. Is by popping your ult to get out of it. It's it's hand to hand combat. What do you want? It, no, it's spam to spam. If, if you did that, it would break the whole system. Because the reason why the spam is so prevalent is because of the the grappling hook and the just randomly attacking. Allowing people to do that breaks the spam. Like I said, if you balance the ult, you wouldn't have to worry about. Um, if the check that stuns you only allows you to get one free hit on on you when you're stunned, then her ult's no longer broken. The problem with Hurl is she stuns you and then she hits you until you're dead and you can't move. When it should break you the second you get hit from one move. Yeah. Well, when I'm um, doing when I'm doing my ult, when I'm doing my all it they can cancel it out as soon as they hit me. No, they have to kill you. Yeah, they have to kill you. I've been I've been knocked around before while I'm trying to do the, the yeah, but you'll, it'll, it'll still go off. You, I've hit like the, I've come against your guy and he'll still be doing the move as I'm tucking like kicking the shit out of him. 
he'll like, still be doing the move. Like, <laughs> like the and I'm like, what the hell? Whose move is also like a chain stun of, of broken stupidity. And you walk through that fucking s the sand, and now if you go anywhere near it again, you get stunned again, and it's another like four seconds of walking around. But if, like, they're yeah. all broken. So, and because uh, of the way the damage works in this game, the it's like getting hit by fucking, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, stun grenades and in Call of Duty. Yeah, no, you're talking about the Native it's American. Stun grenades the, and Call of Duty are broken as fuck yeah, too. You're talking about the Native American guy, right? Yeah, the yeah. 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 So I've been actually, they all, they, I actually, so I've been actually playing with him. So that next time we play teams, I'll use him. But because I think that'd be a good benefit if I popped that. I, I just because if I use that, that and then I can launch. The won't have to worry about that problem. Because that, well, because the reason why, because I can pop my alt, send the sandstorm, and I use my other move. And it sends three shards, well, three bursts of sand out from my hand. And it, you can, uh, there's out of the three, there's one that's homing. And I can just go like that anywhere, and it homes on enemies and stuns them. Yeah, like, again, like I said, I think they just need to adjust them so that you're not permanently locked. Like, you, again, you get hit by her stun. The first time a move hits you, you should be free. And yeah. then it's up to the other. It's up to the player to be smart enough to hit me with a power attack instead of just tag me. Yeah, yes, yeah. And then you put, like, um, the healer check. I think the way the healer check spell should work is that it should be a heal over time. So she yeah, does it, instead and it, it instead over of the course it, it, of five yeah. seconds, it fills them up. Yeah, instead that of instant, way, yeah. Yeah. No, because, like true. I said, the bad players are just using them as defense mechanisms. You, you outplay them. But their ult is up, so when they're just about dead, they tap it, and then all of a sudden, you you can't deal any damage to them, and unless you run away, you lose. And that's why you see those characters. You see them all the time. You don't see um, the fire guy nearly as much, because when you have an I win ult, why would you play with any other thing? All, all I know is that when I'm down, you guys need to make sure you give me a little tickle, okay? What you need uh, to do you, is stop you, going down so easy, dude. Hey, I like to go down. <laughs> you, gotta, you should be practicing your avoidance maneuvers. What would that be? The the the, the like like the, the, when the you role? get into a fight. No, when you get into a fight, make sure you're in a position. Like, try to keep yourself around a position where you can do like dive through a window and then rotate around the building quickly, so that you can't get. Like, you want to be set fighting in a way where you can um. Cover your back almost immediately so you can't get grappled yeah. in combat when you're trying to escape. And that's how you uh, get openings. It's well, not easy, but I'm just getting no, better it's at not creating easy. openings. No, no, uh, that's But I also too, but I don't I don't play that game um unless I'm playing with you guys. Escaping openings is fucking difficult. Dude. Well, like, well escaping no escaping a building is a I pain in the it. ass. Yeah. When you jump and you're hitting the roof and you're like, I can't get out of here. No, that's true. But like what I do, like for instance, I would say one of the biggest things I would say a lot of people get caught up in which I do to avoid is actually when you're doing a combo because any third hit in a combo automatically is a charged move, yeah. Um, which is the blue charge. So I always hit the button twice and then I'll hit C to duck because it breaks you from that combo. And then you hit the two buttons again. And unless I'm going for a full combo and I know I'm going to hit him, I will not hit the C button. But like if I'm in the middle of keep on fighting, so I know when I'm going to parry and I don't get caught in a charge move because he's going to parry your ass right away. If they see that blue, they will parry you. But if you don't give them a chance, then they won't. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah, double, double click in those two buttons at the same time. <laughs> I 
That's the way you're supposed to do it. Yeah, I don't even... I don't even think about it. I'm spamming. Okay, I'm click, click, left, 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 left. Hold down the right. Come on, let it go. Yeah, okay, right, left, 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 left. Well, no, because no, no, no because I don't use it. I'm just I never think to even hit both buttons because, at the same time. Yeah, and if you're like yeah, like there's so many things. Like the dagger is probably one of the best ones. Um, I like using because you can get into if you catch them with two hits, then I can actually hit C, hit them again, two hits on the ground, then hit C again. Uh, withholding it, knock them straight into the air. Then you can forward slash them, horizontal slash them twice in the air, and then knock them to the ground. And then you can charge them again. And it takes away. Realistically, the, um, the um, dagger is probably going to get nerfed because it's ridiculous. Right oh, now. I know. It, it will get nerfed, yeah. But All right. I actually just had a guy beat me by, da by dagger dancing around me the whole time, and I wasn't able to even touch him because of how easy it is to dagger dance. Oh yeah, because you get a supercharge. Well, not a, so a super dodge, whatever it's called. After you hit sh uh, slash twice, you get that like you get the glow dodge, whatever the hell it's called, where you glow like gold and you can dodge every after every two no, the slices. Main, the main reason why the dagger is broken though is not the glow dodge. It's because, um, like you, the way you fight off people that are spamming attacks on you is by um avoiding a hit and then counter striking. But yeah. when you you can't really avoid a hit from the dagger. Because when you jump back to avoid it, it's super easy for them to just stick to you. Yeah, it is, like, yeah. So it's impossible for you to outmaneuver them, and it's way too fast on the charge. Yeah. yeah. Like, I could be charging up, uh, have a full-power charge-up attack and hit, let go of the button before they even start charging blue, and still they can charge up the blue and deflect the attack before the attack hits them with almost yeah. any weapon. Yeah. It's, it's too fast. Yeah. That's why that's why you see everybody using the dagger. Yeah. They buffed it and now it's broken. Yeah, and if you get your left charge, oh my god, that does so much damage. <laughs> Another problem with it. Like, yeah. Hey, yeah. it's it's fast and it does as much damage as a great sword. Then why is it why well, is it so fast? Well, I understand damage because you literally knock them to the ground, then stab them in the chest like thirty times. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what you think should happen. I'm telling you that if you're building a designing a game, if the weapon is incredibly slow, it should do more damage than the incredibly fast weapon. The point of the fast weapon is that you get in and sting and get out. It's yeah. not balanced if you just go, oh, the dagger's just better all around. There should be weaknesses, and that weakness should be it doesn't do as much damage as a full charged greatsword does. Well, if they did that, like, if they did it more realistically like a stab to the heart would kill you, but any you, you, if you get hit by the great sword, even by the blunt end, you're dead. Literally, one exactly hit. Exactly why you're dead. You're dead. It's just I don't think their their damage balance is correct on the weapons. Uh, like like I said, like anywho. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I can play. This is exactly what we should be talking about. Good games. No, it, yeah. that are broken. Let's continue. Balance is balance, dude. I can sit here. You can say that all the time, but then there's always been balance in any of the other games we play too. So it's just the way balance is. In these, in these they can never, they can never figure it out. Well, it matters who they want to piss off and who they want to make happy. Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. So anyway, so the one thing that came out this week was the Nintendo Game and Watch. Um, Dude, it's not the 80s, jackass. It did not come out today. Well, it came out two days, what, three days ago? Yeah. Three days ago it came out. Um, no, it didn't. It's a Game & Watch, dude. It came uh, out last Friday. Yep, okay. It came out like when I was a kid. Was it last Friday? 
Yeah, because okay. I was supposed to get it, and I uh, oh, yeah. uh, and I ended up getting it Saturday. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is the one I really wanted. I didn't get the Mario one because Mario's cool, but like there wasn't a whole lot to the Mario one, and I think like they did way more with this one, way more than this one. Like the Mario one had literally only two games on it. Yeah. Um. Had no. no it, had th- it had three. No. Well, okay. This one has four. Um. Yeah. But uh. But they had two very similar Mario games, though. Yeah. Like, it had Mario and Mario Lost Levels. Like, yeah. this actually has very three very distinct different Zelda games. You mean Zelda 1, Zelda 2, and Link's Awakening. Very different games. Um, Where the Mario one, they could have done, like, I think in North America, they should have done uh, Mario 1, uh, Mario American Mario, and Mario 3. Or maybe Mario 1, Mario 2, and Mario 2, America. Well, no, Lost Levels is cool, but I it's, think because I think as it was a Game & Watch, it w- I think there should have been differences. Like, the American one oh, should have yeah, got yeah, American yeah. Mario. You know what I mean? Which is what it's called in Japan. It's just called American Mario. Yeah. Um, yeah <laughs> so, yeah. But they didn't get any cool, like, has some neat, like, that one had, it has some neat hacks and stuff to get, like, uh, like full like life and stuff like not full like a uh, whole bunch of lives in Mario, but in this if you hold the button down when you're like registering the name you can get like all the hearts. Um, one of them you can get all the items. Uh, oh, the the cheats work in it. Yeah, the cheats all work. Oh, in it. I wish um, that. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah, uh, and the the same cheat works in uh, Vermin. Uh, except the difference is uh, it makes it super hard. <laughs> so it's like the opposite. Um, and what's really cool about this it has both as uh, both versions actually well has both versions of the first and second Zelda, uh, the American and Japanese versions, and Link's Awakening has like five different versions of it, which is kind of cool. And what's what I found really cool well, for one it has a start and select button, which the oh wow the Mar- what the a ga- revolution! Well, the Game and Watch the the Mario one didn't. Um, Jesus Christ, that is embarrassing. That it actually it, is a feature upgrade. So, <laughs> I was and, with you. so, and one of the other, one of the other really cool things is actually on the back, it actually has a light up led into a triforce on the back of the handheld, which is really cool. Oh yeah. Um, and it actually comes with a stand actually to present it like this actually folds out into a stand to actually present it, which is really cool. So if you want to put it on your shelf and like actually display it. So, and I think, yeah, it, I mean, it works really well. It plays really well and has like a little, like there is a, there, well, technically there's six games because there's the uh, game time thing where you basically fight enemies for as long as you put it for. And there's a hack for that to give it infinite amount of time and just see how long you can last, uh, which is kind of cool. What, the timer thing? Yeah, there's a game timer thing. You can actually uh, uh, fight you set it and then you fight guys over and over again for that amount of time. Yeah, but you uh, and there's like a there's a hack room. to do it for infinite amount. You can set it to infinite so it counts up instead of down, and you just do it as long as you can, basically till you die. Why are you so violent, dude? You just want to infinitely fight guys? Like, what's wrong with you? So, um, why not I, girls? Like, are you are you just sexist or something? Yeah, you you couldn't do this in Mario. In no, Mario one. beat up guys all day, so, but not girls. Um. I think in general, like they daily did, they really did a way better job on this one. 
Oh, I think it's I think it's because they didn't do anything else for the uh, like with the Mario they came out with the 35th anniversary or whatever. No, it no, was. they came out with the Skyward Sword. Yeah, yeah, but they still didn't count that as like the anniversary thing. Well, I don't Nintendo did. In no. Japan. Oh, not here. Yeah, in Japan. They, they didn't they make can... a big old deal out of it being because uh, they didn't make it because of the anniversary. That's why they didn't oh. like push it as. I don't know. There was a big thing like with uh, what's his name, the director, and he was talking about it. He talked about that, and he talked about. Uh, yeah, but it was Star just Wars. it was just Skyward Sword when Mario had Mario sixty four, uh, in the uh, Sunshine and uh, Galaxies. No, I know, but they only did one game. Is the difference? Yeah. Why? Because that's what they usually do. No, nope, like they, they didn't. Did, they did three. Well, no, but I mean, they did Link's Awakening like a like what was it oh my three years? Th- go <laughs> like four years ago, they did Link, not Link's Awakening. Uh, what the heck? Wind Waker, and then a couple a year after that, they did Twilight Princess HD, and now they did Skyward Sword. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with the anniversary. That's the third one. Well, no, that was their anniversary thing because. Um, that's what they're saying. The anniversary was well, no, from because, years before. Come well, on. no, because what's his name? Because the new director, well, not new director, but director since, um, uh, what the heck, the one for freaking Game Boy, not Game Boy DS before uh, Skyward Sword. When he took over, I find that weak. Like, I find that weak. Saying that when oh, he, we did the, but I think the reason why they did it because the big reason why they did Skyward Sword is because of the tie-in to like breath of the wild that is easily like there's tons of signs that's what's happening right now like um all the symbolism in the game and stuff like that there's going to be in breath of the wild too there's going to be we're going to see the full like both games where they merge the first in the t- timeline the last of the timeline and that, where, the, that's, that's, and where they're going to merge completely fine i just think it that's weak on them for if they're saying that's that the old games that they came that they remastered have anything to do with the anniversary. Well, well I think the reason, like I said, the that's kind of like the height of his career. Uh, the current director of the Zelda games was the Skyward Sword games. Mm-hmm. Um, but why didn't they come that, out with one that had like one, Ocarina? Because that was height, because that was the height of his career. So that's what he chose. I think. Uh, you know what I mean? Sure. Like you know what I mean? Because I'm I'm sure the well what? Why would the, you pick? Like yeah, think if you run a company, why would you pick someone else's accomplishment? What about because the Mario 35th anniversary one? No, I know I get that. The same but, person made all three of those games. No, but I'm saying well, like, you're boom. trying to promote yourself as like a profile. Uh, you would you'd pick your own work. I don't know. That's weak. <laughs> it's not so, about it's not about him. It's about the the players. No, I, yeah. you can say that all you want, but <laughs> but it's not. No, that's, that's one, dude. I don't. That, I 100% agree with him. That's like, that's like those shitty um, directors that they hire to adapt like a, a TV show or a video game or something, and they're like, "Why well, have my vision?" And I'm like, "I'm not here for your vision, you piece of shit. <laughs> I don't care about your vision. Your vision doesn't matter. You know, it's like a it's like a shitty cover band telling you that they're gonna co- that they want you to hear their shitty music, while when you you only came there to listen to someone else's music." Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, like, well like, this is a single we roll. To be a cover band for for Motley Crue, and when I got there, they were like, "We're gonna play one Motley Crue song and twelve of our originals." I didn't come for your originals, douche. <laughs> um, no, like there's been like, like a lot of people like Miyamoto has a he's obviously a big part of Zelda, mm-hmm. but um, he's only had like like a hundred percent like say in the first Zelda. That's the rest of them. He's been, you mean part of the team. You know what I mean? 
in general okay. of creating. Um, and like the set, like my, okay. It's kind of sad to say, cause I love Miyamoto as a creator. He like, he's a brilliant video game designer. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite Zelda is Link's, uh, Link's adventure. That's, that's a fucking lie. Stop trying to be edgy. No, I'm, that's, I've Link's said that. I've adventure? said that about, I've Was said that, that, the second one. Yeah. I've said that about a thousand times on the stream. Yeah. You're um, trying to be edgy. Or the adventure of Link. No, because that's. I, I, grew, I grew up with you, dude. I know damn well that your favorite was like, uh, uh Link before, uh, Link to the Past. I do like um, Link to the Past. Ocarina of Time. You're just trying to be edgy with this fucking. The one that, that everybody okay, hates. Not, Actually, I said it. Not very good. I said it on. I said it on our video too. That, oh, it's my favorite Zelda. Um, yeah, because you're trying to be edgy. No, but it was also the first when I started collecting NES games again years ago. Um, it was the first NES game I bought. Was uh Zelda two? Yeah, dude, dude, you're living on the edge. You like to go against <laughs> the grain and everything you can. Um, it was one of the it, it was one of the most the reason why like also it's one of the most challenging Zeldas out of all of them too. Like, there's a very very the steep le- the very steep le- <laughs> the very steep learning curve in that game. Like, because the controls is shit. Um, and yeah, and Miyamoto wasn't involved with you. Just the reason why is because Nintendo wanted to make a sequel because the game was a hit, obviously. And but he just had a kid, and he was out on, you know, I mean, paternity leave for like a year or something. Uh, so they went ahead and, and that's why <clears> they made, made the worst Zelda game. No, it was the best <laughs> Zelda game. It was easily the best Zelda game. Um, Dude, no. Even if you like it, saying it's easily proves that you're trying to be edgy, and because it's not, it's not easily. Hardly, like it's the best. <laughs> let's say I was trying to be fair with my my belief about your about your belief in me. I want, I want to be fair and go, all right, I agree. I'll be fair and say I agree to to an extent. But the fact that you said easily proves that you're full of shit. <laughs> be- no, because you could literally, at the very least, you'd have to argue that there's two other ones who are as good, if not better. But by your opinion, you like that one better. The fact that you've said easily proves that you are trying too hard. <laughs> no, like the fact that the reason why I say easily, because like, it's the one Zelda, no matter what mood I'm in, I can throw that in and start playing it and, like, have a lot of fun. Um, and it's the only probably Zelda I can say for, like, a lot, like, a lot of them, like, because, well, I don't know. It's, there's something about, like, the music and everything. Like, it's very, like, it has, like, it stands out. It stands out a lot. Yeah, it's very budget in comparison. To- <laughs> <laughs> it stands out because it doesn't feel like a Zelda game at all. Well, like that's... it feel it feels like a game that they put the Zelda music and the Zelda, Zelda animations into. Well, they didn't put the Zelda music Zelda. into. Like they're like that music pretty much like there's some Zelda iconic music, but it has very different music compared to any other Zelda game. Like it's it's very different. <laughs> and you know what? You know how Nate says if it's different, it's cool. Um, I'm just busting his balls. I like that one too, but I don't think it's the best one. <laughs> Not by a fucking long shot. Well, I would say the best is subject to. It's Ocarina of Time. It's not subject to anything. It's Ocarina. Um, I would say the, with the Ocarina the, of Time is the best one because it does all the Zelda stuff that you love, but it's the first one to actually have a deep and rich story behind well, it. Well, no, well, well, I would argue this though. I would say if I was besides just having fun and popping in and playing it, like because Zelda Two is very simplistic compared to the three D ones. The 3D ones are beyond superior games in general, and I yeah, think, and, and I think, story you're supposed to experience. You yeah, can't just pop yeah, a story and 
experience. You have to start from the beginning. Yeah, and, and I would say through. I would say easily the best Zelda as far as depth and story and graphics and gameplay and mechanics and all that is Twilight Princess. Like by no, a by a I, long. I just told you what it was. We're not going to debate this. Twilight Princess. Time. Twilight Princess is like the pinnacle of the 3D. Like it like no. is amazing. See. see? I told you, he always tries to be contrarian. Most <laughs> contrarian? People, That's a new one. Yeah, contrarian as in he contradicts. I know, I know, I know. Okay? The, the Most people, the fan base itself, will tell you that Twilight Princess is the weakest one of that era. Like, that, that, you can literally look on forums and you will find this as a general consensus. That Twilight Princess is the weakest of that era. And that um, the one with the planet is the most annoying one of that era. Well, but he's picking it because nobody else thinks it's the best. So he's special for saying it's no, the best. No, I, I, <laughs> besides Breath of the Wild, which made leaps and bounds, Ocarina of Time is number two. The, the, uh, problem, with, the problem with um, Breath of the Wild is that they didn't bother to have the dungeons the way you that you really want yeah yeah like um, in a zelda game like that pissed me off no no and i get i can like, uh... no i get yeah no i understand that and i understand the controls for skyward sword uh but i really enjoyed the skyward sword because mostly because when miyamoto said this is the beginning of the timeline i was like super intrigued i was like that's really cool so that's one of the reasons why i like skyward sword but i like twilight princess and i have a really deep like sense like of liking because it was like we finally got a dark Zelda game and that's like I was I when Zelda came out I was like craving for an actual adult type Zelda game where it's dark and gritty and not bright and sunshiny and it what was awesome talking? again I catch you in a bullshit mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. That, because that's what Ocarina of Time was extremely dark after you get through the first the three temples they destroy the world those freaking zombie things you know, yeah, come on, that's pretty dark. And the princess yeah. goes into hiding, and you teleport to the future where the world is literally dead. No, I'm no, sorry, I... but did you miss this? No, no, <laughs> no. I know that, but I mean, that's to a grittiness level, to a point. But like, Twilight Princess took it to a whole nother level. No, Twilight Princess was that like annoyingly ugly looking like graphic style it's the one where you turned into a, a wolf the, the oh thing. i love the wolf thing that thing is oh, awesome dude that was all bad in comparison um, and i love because like the, a lot of the artwork remind me of like even though it wasn't biomechanical a lot of the art in that game was that that's my favorite art style is biomechanical obviously i got reference wait, H. I got, I the top 15 in, in ratings twilight's number seven yeah number, right, yeah, number one guy, is guy, guy, ocarina and i'm pulling out the pad let me go ahead and rewrite some stuff. All right, I'm moving Nick down from first to get fireball in the face. Nate is now first to get fireball in the face. Congratulations, Nate. You're the target of every boss in D&D. Next week when the squid monster attacks, you're the guy who's going to get pulled down into the pit of death. Not Doc. Um, just, I got to beat the stupidity out of you. No, like I, I really enjoyed like... Uh, Twilight Princess, like the whole storyline, the wolf transforming into the wolf. You can enjoy it, but um, it's not the best. And then, like the like. Just on a side, a side point, real quickly, for you retro people that are listening to us argue over this game, there is a game on on Sega Genesis that's like a poor man's Fancy Star, but it's not bad. That I started playing the other day called um, 
uh, Space Odyssey. Check it out. It's fan-translated. It's basically like a rip-off of Fantasy Star, and it's pretty cool. Hmm. Continue. Because I know people love Fantasy Star. I mean, All right. well, uh, you know what's making records right now. This so, uh, this this insane Halo insanity. Infinite. <laughs> Record breaking, two hundred and seventy thousand concurrent players. And on this is Steam. just beta. Yeah, I like, I like to point out number one, it's not beta because it's free to play and everybody can grab it. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. just calling it beta so that they can ch- make changes. And number two, it's only breaking Microsoft records. Well, it's breaking Steam records too. Yeah. No, two hundred fifty thousand is not a concurrent Steam record. That's like that's an average for like CSGO. So they're not beating for any records. Re- on yeah, it. but for a release. That's I what they're saying. Know. That's what Yeah, no, didn't what uh what do you call it? Valheim fucking destroyed that yeah, number. I don't even like, know what the like, hell that is. We talked about on the podcast, it like destroyed this. It, it had like close to five hundred thousand concurrent Steam Valheim. Valheim, yeah. Microsoft yeah. has never had anything on Steam that was a huge success. Oh well, we don't even know what the the, the Xbox are. I, I, need, no. I need to get this shit off my chest because I'm tired <laughs> of hearing this stupid crap. Me and Bazinga argued about it last night because they're running their mouths about this massive success. No, you, I wasn't arguing about you. I, I completely agree that they're missing out on one thing that's going to make this game fail. Yeah, like this. Yeah, and they're comparing it all to, the, if you look at this, they're comparing it all to their own games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. so stupid. Yeah. Like, how about compared to somebody else's games? Well, yeah, but they're yeah, going they're, by they're their records. That's why. No, I know. So, but yeah, but they're not beating like they're not beating PUBG. They're not beating Naraka. They're not beating Valheim. And you just not- literally said the whole biggest reason that they're not yeah. Battle Royale. Yes. And, uh, oh, I yeah. Know, good point. Yeah. I know. I, I know. It, well, Valheim's not. I don't. I don't Valheim's not. Because they don't want to live in fucking reality. But I fucking last night I showed Bazinga the reality when we were discussing this because. It took me less than 10 minutes to point out that Apex Legends has over 1 million players. Oh, yeah. Sorry, 100 million players. COD has over 100 million players. Um, what's that? Uh, Fortnite has over 100 million players. Um, they all have concurrence between 7 and 10 million players at any given time. Yeah, but you can't, you can't go by that. You got to go by what they did in their first 24 hours. Which is wow. still more well, because well, because it's been out for no no they've right. been out for but, years Grim but this is the, dude, no, when no, it, when it, it, Warzone it, it, came out they had six million in the first twenty four hours Apex had one million in the first twenty four hours so they're still not even close but you have to go by that doesn't mean shit though. it does mean shit when the game hasn't even well, been out for the years that the other ones have been no, out it doesn't yes it means a lot. I'll fucking explain why this first 24 hours shit is, is a fallacy. It's a fucking joke. Nope. It's, it's a fallacy by, by, by Halo fans. If I'm not I even a Halo fan. A Halo, if I tell a Halo fan, hey, mm-hmm. did you know that Halo uh, Infinite came out today on Steam? They're going to go and download it. It doesn't matter if it has 5 million in the first 24 hours. The question is, can they break out of their fan base? It's Halo's going to have a, roughly a 5 million player... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Player base, because that's its fan base. That's what it's always had for yeah. its fan base on these games. So you can sit there and be. Like, you said ten million last night. Uh, well, fine. We'll go. Get your facts straight. <laughs> no, I was including the uh the ca- the campaign with the ten million. Because oh, there's yeah. a lot of people that buy that game just to play the campaign. Yeah, yeah. But my point is that. 
they could hit a milestone of 10 million in 24 hours and you'd be like, wow, that's amazing. And I'm going to go back and go, yeah, but give me, give it, let me know in a year if it moves past that because they're not pulling in new fans. Halo Infinite will never pull in a new fan base because the genre of run around a small box shooting each other is dead unless it's a hero shooter. And that's yeah. why they're competing with Battlefield. And well, well, and yeah. Battlefield yeah, yeah. is going to crush it, even though Battlefield is fucking shit too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think Valheim Battlefield will be there. But... Walk right over it because it's Battlefield. Um. Yeah. No, Valheim, which was a new, completely new, like new studio, new game, everything. Uh. On twenty within twenty four hours after launch, they had three hundred and six. I don't know what they're at now. I can't find. Uh, for no, some reason, we're, I, we're just no, I know. For hours. Yeah, I know. I can't, I can't, so find, I can't find their current players right now for some yeah. reason. But like I said, I'm not going to argue this because I'm not saying it's not a success. It will succeed. It will cater to its fan base, its narrow-minded fan base that pretends stupid shit like Halo doesn't need a, a, a Battle royal mode. Why? Because... Why would you put a battle royale game? It doesn't fit Halo. Are you fucking kidding me? I think it'd be pretty damn cool. So, yes, dude. So, I argued with someone on their YouTube video just yesterday about it because the first clip he showed was a giant battle in a 16, uh, 16 player map, you know, eight versus eight, yeah. like back in the day, or a 32 player map, and all these tanks and ships flying around. And I'm like, so you're telling me that doesn't lend itself to a giant 100 player battle royale? That what you're playing right now yeah. does not lend itself to this mode. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. don't even know what they're talking about. They're just betting. Yeah. Um. No. And I was looking. Player. Uh. What do you call it? PUBG had over four hundred thousand on within twenty four hours after launching. And I team. know people are gonna be like, "Oh, he hates Halo," so of course he's gonna say this again. And <laughs> that's a and that's like a kind of a statement because that's not a free game. It's you had no, to pay. No, you had that's, to pay for that. that yeah. You had to pay for that. So to break those kind of numbers, four hundred thousand. Like Jesus Christ. But once again, that's a battle royale. You, like the question is, uh, what are, what were the counts on Battlefield Five? Realistically, it doesn't. Well, you mean Battlefield Six? No five. It's not that it five. needs a battle royale. It's oh, just that it yeah, it's not Battlefield Six. Well, that launched on. Oh, we got Origin. So it'd be Origin's numbers, not Steam's. But no, I, well, I know that. Well, they're on Steam now. No, I know, but you'd have to go for yeah. launch. You'd have to go over order. Yeah, yeah. But the yeah, question yeah. would be, how many players? Like, for a more realistic, would be Battlefield Six, um, twenty forty two, whatever it is. Yeah, well, it's not out yet, so you can't really go by that. Oh, you can't. Well, yeah, that's would be the bigger comparison. Yeah, like because that's a current game that's coming out. So mm -hmm. if it does, or um, the uh, what how what numbers is Call of Duty doing? They're not doing good. At, well, Vanguard. Warzone. Th that's the problem. Vanguard. I don't know. They're not doing good. So probably. But better than this, but because um, Vanguard just came out, so like not that long ago. Um, so because it's going to be Halo, Vanguard, and Battlefield uh, 2042. But Vanguard still has Warzone because they're yeah. going to be changing the map soon. Yeah. Well, they don't really change the map, but no, no, there, there's going to be a completely new map. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we will see. Uh, maybe I'll actually check out Warzone again. That is the case. If they actually change a fucking map. <laughs> so stupid with that. Like, they should have changed that map years ago. Oh, well. You looking up concurrent players? Yeah. For... Just go to, the, yeah, you can go to the next topic. All right. So, the next topic is, we're getting to, so, we talked about GTA Trilogy. Came out, uh, was it last week? And, yeah, it's been nothing but a hot mess along with some hot coffee. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 one second, one second. I forgot, I didn't know you were ending that topic. Just on a side note, too, people, 
8 million people downloading Forza for free off Game Pass does not mean Forza is now the greatest racing game of all time. If you have a free-to-play game and it's only 8 million people out of 30, 40 million subscribers, it's not a fucking big hit. No, it's not. Well, it's not a free-to-play game. It's yeah. a Game Pass game, right? Yeah, if it's free-to-play, then yeah. If, yeah. yeah, it's on Game Pass, but anybody on Game Pass can get it. So they have, the yeah, fan but... base they have is 40 million people can check out this game for free. And of 40 million, 7 million people have checked it out. And I'm, look, if I cut the fan base of League of Legends down to 40 million people, like 40 million people downloading it, it's still 40 million people playing it. Yeah. Like, right, so, yeah. It's not, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, Stop. so, so GTA Trilogy, Definitive Edition. Okay, so this whole craziness happened. So, obviously, there's been lots of, like, strange, weird bugs, anomalies, controls, all that stuff raining inside houses, <laughs> garages. Um, yeah, just rain physics in general are broken. Um, <laughs> you guys didn't expect this game to be good. Did you? Um, there was like, I know like one love that game, but come on. Well, no, it, it, I it, expected it, it to be stable. It was it was lazy programming. Yeah. They rushed this thing. And did you see the screenshot? Uh, someone took because so there was evidence showing that they did. Um, they used a computer just to run through and up the polygon count. What well, AI, AI too, right? Yeah, AI to up because I saw I saw the, the thing about the 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 text on the side of the van. Yeah, that well that too, but the place that's like something the donut shop that says, uh, big nut donuts or something like that. Yeah, the, the donut shop and it has two huge like bulk nuts on the side <laughs> of their sign, but on the polygon on the on the high res ones they're just circles. They're supposed to look like nuts. Mm-hmm. It took the polygon count and just made them circles. It's like. Um, well, I know what they're the, supposed to be nuts. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it was like big buff something or something yeah. like that, and instead it said fluff or something. Yeah, no, it says uh, top fun. Again, yeah, ask, that's right. Top and fun. And then, and then on the. Again, I'll ask you. Did you expect it to be good? Well, no. It just lays this because all you do is let an AI run through this thing and just upgrade it, but hey, like without them doing anything. Look at the company that made it. What um, do you think is going to happen? So, and then to show Rockstar that Rockstar is great well, though. And then no, uh, I'm not talking about Rockstar. But, uh, Rockstar didn't do it. Oh, well, you mean the the, the publisher? Take two. Take two. The yeah, yeah. Greatest company in the world. They were like, hand us off to some shit people. They have ten dollars. That's their budget. Get it done. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so right. some more of the bugs. So there's a character you can create. I saw this in our GTA's uh video. Some guy made a character and RGT RGT 85. Sorry. <laughs> uh, um, made a character, uh, made him like really chubby and stuff and half his body. Disappeared. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> There's like, like a what? split in between the, yeah, pan- yeah. He was just floating there. Yeah. Um, so, and then on top of all this mess, how broken this game was, uh, on launch and how bad it's running. Um, someone ran through the code on the PC and found, guess what? The hot coffee bot is still in there. <laughs> This is the controversy with San Andreas. That game got pulled off shelves in some places because they of the hot the coffee AO mod. Rating. Uh, yeah, because of the hot coffee mod. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the ones that were still around, you could get a hold of. It was actually sought after. So as soon as they found this out, um, and the guy who posted was like Secret Agent Man on Twitter. He's one who posted it. And as soon as I guess uh, Rockstar found out about it, they pulled the entire. They pulled the version from. Uh, the, the PC launcher, launcher yeah. and it was like two and a half days. It was gone. Yeah. Um, and it, people were flipping out. They demanded a refund. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess all the all and these that's people. That's said refund. What's that? No, they no server. they no they said they sent him a form letter saying, "Oh, we're sorry for that. Here, fill out this form. We'll get back to you soon." 
And it was like, no, I want my fucking money. Like you just took because you couldn't say if you did buy the game um, and you went to play it, even after they took it down from the launcher, you couldn't play it. It just said, sorry, this game's not available. And that's when people are like, okay, I want a refund. Then if you're not going to let me play the game, I just paid 60 bucks for, I want my money back. And that's rightfully so. Like in that kind of thing, like, Granted, I'm not like a huge fan of GTA, but I just, I like playing, like I would say the only GTA game I've had a lot of fun just straight playing the story was Vice City. Um, mostly because the aesthetic and the story was fairly good. And obviously Scarface is one of my favorite movies of all time. And it kind of gave that vibe to it. So, mm. um, but in uh, other than that, it's just a fun sandbox game in general. Um, it just definitely, it does make me definitely worried about GTA 6. Like it doesn't seem, and I remember like a year and a half ago, we covered, well, not about a year ago that guy from take two who left and he said he doesn't agree with what the company's doing. And there's, this could be a sign of something like they're half-assing things and cutting corners. They shouldn't be cutting corners. Like, what are we going to get for, uh, you mean? Again, you, you didn't, you didn't see this coming. Like you're, I understand you're trying to like hold their feet to the fire, but I didn't expect anything less from take two. So I don't care. Like, well, like GTA, Let's put it this way. You people should not have been dumb enough to buy that game at the start because Take-Two is the worst publisher in the world. And that that's above Activision and EA. If you look at the shit they do with their, like, NBA games selling... They sell fucking points, people. When you create your character, you can pay, like, $5 to get a pack of three points to make him a little stronger. No, and you can do it until he's 100% across across the board with no restrictions like they are the worst company and you expected them they did you didn't know this was coming till like a month ago right like it came out of nowhere yeah exactly someone at take two was like hey you can get that done in like three months right yeah fucking do with that and that's literally what they did and then people ran out to buy this thing like fucking idiots like what the hell did you expect it's take fucking two Rockstar is the only good thing in there, and they weren't doing it. Well, no. And even Rockstar is not that good anymore, because if you look at GTA Online, it's a cluster of stupid fucking microtransactions. And they're making a shit ton of money. Oh, they are, yeah. They're... Yeah, yeah, but the game's not getting any better, is it? Uh, All that money. They just added a whole bunch engine. of updates. Uh, they're not going to yeah. have engine changes. They're gonna, why not? They're they not going to change. Why not? World of Warcraft did it. Because they're not. They're not going to change the whole game when they already have a huge player base on that Why game. Why not? League of Legends did it. Good for fucking them. Why not? CSGO did it. I mean, uh, Counter-Strike did it. With what? I, mean, I, can go. I don't know what you're talking about. They did, actually. What do you think Counter-Strike Go is, dude? Counter-Strike Go is like, oh, right, yeah. Counter-Strike Global. Yeah. That was a different game. It was yeah. an updated new when, game. No, no it's the same game with better graphics and better engine. Yeah, they go, Okay, uh, so do you expect them to make a GTA 5 2? Well, no, but like, I think what Grimm is, is like, some old engines and put some new shit in. No, I think what Grimm's getting at is like, for instance, like, Counter-Strike's a good one. So Counter-Strike, when Global Offense came out, they didn't really change the graphics that much at all because people like the aesthetic. Let me aim down a fucking site then. Well, no, but, but people <laughs> don't want, people didn't want that. I know. I know um, I know. But so, but if you uh, compare, like when Global Offense came out, they kept the same graphics, they kept, because people wanted the aesthetic game. But the movement, uh, the precision, the hitboxes all got like, a billion times better. Mm -hmm. yeah, like, huge update. yeah, it ran so much better. Everything, all the physics ran way better. Everything was like upgraded. It was like amazing. It felt like a whole new game, even though it looked, didn't look like it. I game. never played the other ones. I can name oh. countless games that were out for so long that the companies decided to do 
build a new engine in the background and transfer over and upgrade with these new engines. Every well, big game's done done it. The yeah, but aren't the, are the type of updates that you want, wouldn't that change the game that they have right now? Well, how about they no. just fix them? Instead of changing the way the game plays, just do stuff that would improve, like, hitbox detection, mm-hmm. um, online detection. There's things they can still do to make it play the same as it did. Like, World of Warcraft is a good example. They changed that engine, like, rebuilt that engine from the ground up. But it still plays like World of Warcraft. Well, no, I think one of the but best. What examples... did they change in it to make it? For example, they don't do hitboxes and stuff in that. In World of Warcraft, they fucking rebuilt the entire animation um, system so that the latency would work better in online like combat and shit. These are all things that they did to make the game better in that setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one of the things that they distinctly did, like this is the one thing I can point out, even though you're not a fan of Call of Duty. So when Call of Duty Modern Warfare, like the new one came out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it literally compared to, uh, what was the last one? World War Two or no, Blackout. Anyway, uh, compared to oh, yeah, like Blackout. when Modern Warfare came out, like it was like you could tell. And they said, because I didn't believe them when they said they refreshed the engine and did some things. It ran way smoother. And that's what pissed me off. And this is why I haven't bought, I didn't buy um, uh, Cold War. And I'm not buying Vanguard. Okay, I did play the I did play the beta of Vanguard, and there's the reason why I'm not because it doesn't play as smooth as Modern Warfare. It runs like shit. It feels like a downgrade mm-hmm. because those people are still using the older engine. When uh, what's its group? The group that made Modern Warfare, Activision, uh, Infinity Ward. Infinity Ward upgraded the engine. It's for funny Modern, for Modern Warfare because everybody used to go oh. Treyarch, Treyarch, Treyarch. I'm like, no, Infinity War is where it's at. Yeah. Infinity Ward, they made they basically made the 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 modern warfare. Yeah. They made the first one and and then every then the next one was Treyarch, then it went back and forth. Well no, but Treyarch when Blackout Black Ops Black Ops, Ops was good. Black Ops first came out, it was an upgrade. Yeah. But it seems like they can't like they're beating a dead horse. It's like, guys, like that engine sucks now. The people that just made Modern Warfare go, hey, can I use that engine? And what makes no sense is they went from doing it every other year to every three years. So I yeah. don't know why they didn't do anything. Yeah, because that's these are the be- these are the companies holding the industry down. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Like that's why. Like I usually and did buy. I bought every Blackout. I bought every Black Ops game up until that game. I won't buy like it, it was a cool idea. It's a great. It's up my alley completely. I love the aesthetic. Everything just runs like shit. So I'm not buying your game. Like everybody, everybody <laughs> loves. GTA, fine, they can love it all they want, but it's still, it's part of the problem and not part of the solution. Yeah. And people are fine with part of the problem, yeah. but like Rockstar would do great to find a way out from underneath their own publisher and just be there alone, but then again, they're so rich now that they'll probably do the same bullshit too. Yeah, so, well, we... Take yeah. two is has a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. A lot of this shit is terrible because anyway, of Bioshock. So, <laughs> so yeah. we are going to move on to technology. Yeah, but Bio- Bioshock is a game that was that was being developed outside of the company when they de- when they picked them up and got them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Bioshock. If you, noticed, if you notice, every Bioshock after that got infinitely worse. Like the aesthetic of Bioshock. Was that a, wait, wait, cool, wait, 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 wait? Was that a pun or not? <laughs> That was 100% a pun. <laughs> Bioshock Infinite was great. Yeah, it was a good game. Good. 
game, but it's not as good as the first one. I don't, I don't, I don't see that. A hold of them, they they whittled away what made them great. No, I I well, like the I like I the third. I'll never I'll never well, play the other two because I like horror games. I'm not a huge fan of the Bioshock games. I like them. But I can say, obviously, I live with someone that really likes the Bioshock games, mm-hmm. and she loved all of, and she thought they improved every single one. She loved the last one. Mm-hmm. She's played through the last one like a bunch of times. Yeah, it's really good. Um, it's a really good game. So, different. It's different. Too. Yeah. Has oh. she tried Deathloop? It's very. It's kind of. Kind of yeah. Got that. No, she that yeah. Anyway, we're gonna move on to technology and pop culture and all that fun stuff. Um, but we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> be right back. <laughs> Halo. They're, they're, they're going to have millions. <laughs> no, it, it needs nope. a it needs a battle. Like royale. I said, no one ever said that it wasn't going to be successful, but the people are in for a rude. Well, no, because the fans don't won't are not in for a rude awakening. They'll sit there with their meager fan base and be like, "Yay, they did it right!" And the <laughs> fan base will never grow, and that's the way it is. I'm just, I'm just wondering what their their console player count is. It, it will be big because it will be one of the f- fucking three games on Xbox worth playing. Because I, I want to uh, see what how, how well they do against Battlefield. I don't I don't know. I'm hearing a lot of bad things about Battlefield. Well, again, like I said, realistically, it's like let's put it this way: it's like the battle royals that are out now are like the heavyweight division in wrestling <laughs> with their, with their fucking 100 million accounts mm-hmm. and the the halos and the battlefield anything without a battle royal they're sitting in like the featherweight division they have a fan base that will make them money but unless it's free to play and it it has like a it's like a what do you call it like a hero shooter mm. then it stands no chance it even See, has I, don't, I don't shooter. i don't like hate hero shooting like i, I like either, like the naraka is- naraka i don't like the whole hero thing cuz i don't like i don't like that i, I think everybody like, should be equal my point is, though, that if you look at the hierarchy of, like, fan bases, you have CSGO, because it's been around for decades, so of course yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be fucking popular. Mm. But then after that, you have Battle Royals, top, most most played games out right now, period. 100 million, they're up, they're up yeah. there with, like, fucking, with Minecraft. Then after that, you have Hero Shooters. Because hero shooters are a little more popular than arena shooters, but at the very bottom are the old-fashioned arena shooters like Halo, where you just run around a small arena or a big arena, and your goal is to kill as many people as you can before you get killed. The, the one issue I have with the Halo is it is it's very bullet spongy. Like it takes forever to kill somebody. I mean, forever. I would like to see Splitgate get better numbers than Halo Infinite. Splitgate's in the so. same position, dude. Splitgate's in the same damn position as um, Halo is. It, it's a great game, but it will never get that massive fan base because it's a great game that's limited by it not being part of the what do you call it the uh, the big thing that's popular right now. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I get that, but yeah. So as soon as so, I don't know if you know this like really quick before we get into it. Um, Splitgate, as soon as, because um, Steam put a whole new SDK thing out for their developers, stuff like that, to upgrade things to over to Linux mm-hmm. and how to upgrade them easily, Splitgate was one of the first ones to do it, to completely make a native version on it, right, for Steam, for, well, for Linux, for the Linux kernel. I was like, ah. Oh. You hear that clap? 
Anyway, let's move on to technology, everybody. Linux. So, <laughs> so we're going to get into, obviously, so we're going to get into a number of topics here with pop culture, technology, $86,000 iPhones, <laughs> and an oldie you mean movie pass. Because if you're buying any six thousand dollar fucking iPhones, you are a dumbass. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Which general. eventually is going to be it's it's a law overseas that they have to do something. They have to what? Uh, you, they they made it a law. I think I don't know in Europe or something like that. That uh, USB C has to be the primary. Yes, you they can't did. have fire. Um, or whatever. But it hasn't gone. It goes into effect. Hasn't gone into effect oh, yet. Okay. But they did put it in the law. I think it's by twenty like twenty three or something like that. Mm. It's soon. I know that, um, but I think it should. Like I upgrade. Obviously, you saw from our keyboard video. I upgrade things to USB C. Those little tiny breakout boards are like three bucks on Amazon. Yeah. I have like USB C is great. I have a bag of them. <laughs> so <laughs> I upgrade my shit with USB C. Um, USB C is great. Like the reason why, because you have like one charger. Like, you have a couple cables. Like this thing can plug into anything. You don't have to worry about what, what orientation is plugging. It just plugs in yeah, no matter yeah. what. Um. Even, There's a special Viva La Dirtly video of that time you plug the USB in correctly the first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a whole nother. Um, even like my uh, PS2 and uh, not PS2, sorry, <laughs> PS3 and PS4. I have these little tiny things. They're little tiny, like, well, they're technically breakout boards, but they're not. That just connect into the other usb turn them into usb converters yeah, yeah little tiny converters that convert them because yeah. everything should be a seat freaking christ apple and their stupid lightning cables <laughs> even well the funny thing is their ipads are usb c granted i don't mind i do like the lightning cable i wouldn't have mind if that became like an overall standard either yeah yeah um because that's a pretty good one because you can plug that in either way too mm-hmm. um but usb c works yeah all right so as we move on to let's get in technology, what has everybody been checking out? What have you been watching? All that fun stuff. Um, I've been watching four straight days of a, a of a grown man who's supposed to have a degree in law embarrass himself, and it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Without without trigger discipline. Right. So and by that I mean I've been wa- I've been watching the Rittenhouse trial. <laughs> and I feel like they hired a mentally retarded person to be their fucking. <laughs> their fu- they're, uh, what do you call it, prosecuting attorney. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap, that guy is stupid. <laughs> anyway, have you watched anything entertaining? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hilarious, dude. You don't understand how funny it is to watch people who literally went to school for law and are still terrible at law. <laughs> like, at least, at least doing their research. Um, I watched that Red Notice movie. With the Rock and Ryan Ryan Reynolds, oh god, yeah, it was okay. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ! What? I like it. It was good. It was just, you know, just another one of those. It had a little of everything. You know, they had the. You need to get a hobby. It had some Indian Jones <laughs> type stuff. That's all my life is right now is sitting down doing nothing. So that's yeah. My but hobby. You can find better <laughs> movies though. That's what I'm saying. Uh, no, I've watched a lot of anything that Go I want to watch. Go watch One Piece. Boring. Okay, next. One Piece is good. Boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boring? <laughs> Boring. Are you fucked? I don't, I, right. I don't like anime. You, fine, but you literally just said you watched a Ryan Reynolds rock movie made on Netflix. And yeah. you said, boring. It was, it, was anime. Enter, it was entertaining. I don't like anime. It's not for me. Yeah, not I guess. Fine, you don't like anime. Still nowhere near 
near as boring as a Ryan Reynolds rock movie. It was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is a good actor. I like Ryan Reynolds, but yeah, but Dwayne Johnson is terrible. He's like one of the worst actors. I don't know how people pay him. He's but. the biggest actor in the world right now, too. He is terrible. <laughs> he is the worst the actor I've ever seen. It's the same problem with Ryan Reynolds. Oh. They, they have a formula. He acts like do. Ryan Reynolds. And that's why you're just like, this is crap. Because it's always the same formula. Don't offend anybody. You know, be super nice and sweet with happy ending. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's just a massive stupidity. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I watched the, the Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife a couple weeks ago. Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife. With Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. And that, that's, that was probably good. <laughs> See, you had some no, good names there. It almost certainly wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the name is stupid, but it, I mean, other than that, but. Just... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, actually, aside from actually entertainment, our town got hit by a damn tornado. That's we historically don't have one on record. Wow, in Rhode Island. So where did it get hit? We got three tornadoes in Rhode Island. <laughs> three. Like one literally went by my well, it hit well went by one of my coworkers' houses and then hit the other ones. Ripped, literally ripped a tree off, ripped a tree up, threw it at his house. It luckily didn't hit the house directly. It hit another tree, which then ripped that tree down. That ripped tree. Ripped all the electrical wires, ripped the uh, electrical box off the house, and threw it into the neighbor's yard. Wow. Um, well, every day I have this crazy whirlpool. Every day. It's my, it's my toilet. I flush it. Oh, well, that's another thing. Anyway, <laughs> um, one of my other coworkers had all her shing- like half her shingles ripped off her roof. Wow. Um, right in here in uh, Westerly. And uh, what do you call it? The other one, I don't know what kind of damage it did, but the other one was in North Kingstown at Touchdown um, and up in Warwick. I was like, Jesus Christ, because I was just sitting, I was like, it was weird. So I was, we were got, we got dominoes that night, right? That and was it, the night of the, uh, of the live stream. Yeah. Was that? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Woody lost power. Yeah, you're right. So I got, do- we got dominoes and I went to go get it. Like it was a clear day all, most of the day, right? Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, it's a pretty clear day. And it was even clear when I left to go to Domino's. It's like, oh, that's pretty nice. On the way to Domino's, out of the blue, the sky was like getting dark, and by the time I got Maybe to Domino's, don't eat Domino's. So, God was telling you you're eating shit. So I got to Domino's. The sky was like fucking black. Um, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And it was really windy. I'm driving home, like, "What the hell happened?" And literally, like, fucking, like hearing that wind outside was like crazy. It threw like my landlord's uh, trampoline. Like a flying across the yard, mm-hmm. and this thing doesn't get picked up. It's anchored down and everything. Oh, and it got fucking picked up. Was it like floating or did it get, get taken? No, it, it it just got picked up. It was taken like straight up in the air like this, and then it got flipped down. Oh, wow. um, but wow. but wow. that if it wasn't if it was anchored, and then Liam Neeson show it, up to try it, to get it back. If it wasn't anchored, it would have been fucking someone's yard, like three streets down. <laughs> I have a very um, particular set of skills. I hunt for people who took it. You know, I, I, I watched the intro to the one of the Star Wars movies we did the other day. That Oh, that's yeah, that's a great of. intro. That was that was, that was a good intro. That was a good intro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Star Wars movies were so bad. Oh, uh, where Johnny was some kind of Darth something. 
Darth something. <laughs> he was a Darth poser or something. I don't know what he was. No, no. The last three Star Wars movies were Darth posers. Okay? <laughs> don't you dare label Johnny with that label. Yes, Please but he, but he goes, your Schwartz is big as mine. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Oh, oh man. I really, really, they need to make a new, they, like freaking, what's his face and saying he wants to do another Spaceballs for like years and still, still, like, Spaceballs? Here. Spaceballs. 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 It's a mix between Spaceballs spice and Spice Girls. <laughs> Uh, yeah. like, it's a story of five relatively ugly women, <laughs> one, not the, one pretty attractive woman telling, singing really bad music. Uh, yeah, no, well, Mel, in space. No, Mel Brooks like still says he's like, uh, like the script's written. He has just a matter of doing it, really. Like Christ, granted, he's in good health and everything else, so more power yeah, to him. But like so. a thousand, so technically, he's not in good health. No, he is. He actually is in good health. Um, Again, dude, if you're a thousand, you're not technically in good health. You're just waiting for it to happen. (laughs) That's how it works when you're you're a thousand years old, dude. (laughs) Anywho. Um, So. But, no, the one thing, like, I'm really, really, so, okay. Dexter, the TV show, was great up until the last season. Mm. Then they kind of jumped the shark just a little bit. The shark? The shark. If anybody doesn't know, that's a term from the Happy Days, uh, because that's what the term was coined on Happy Days, because the Fonz jumped a shark. Oh, yeah. Literally, yeah, on his motorcycle. Yeah. It was beyond... That's, no, it wasn't a motorcycle. It wasn't. It was a Harley. Was, was it a, no. No, he was on skis. Water skis. Oh, he was on skis. Sorry. Anyway, whatever he did. <laughs> In his leather jacket. So that's what that's where the <laughs> term... <laughs> that's that's where the term comes from, baby. Uh, so they literally kind of jumped the shark. In Well, not exactly. I mean... It was okay, but it wasn't great. It wasn't where the show should have ended or how it should have ended. Um, but now it's been years later, and they're actually in the timelines like Dexter New Blood, and they've picked up uh, like 10 years later. So they're sticking to how long the show has been off air, which is really cool. And this time, which is really cool, is that Michael C. Hall is a part of the creator team. He's part, he's an executive producer, he's a producer and executive producer, and he's the guy who plays Dexter. So he has full control of all the shit that happened with this character this time around. Um, and I know it was partly him who got the show actually re put back on and continue the story. Um, cause I don't think he was too happy with how, what the writers did with this character at the end of the last season either. Um, so it was actually, so, so far it's actually really good. Yeah. It was, it was water skis. <laughs> oh yeah. It was water skis. Whatever. It's, yeah. <laughs> it is jacket though. It is jacket. Stupid jacket. Anyway. So, um, yeah, really impressed with that. And obviously really, really impressed with the foundation. Like anybody doesn't check out found Like, they okay. They really obviously they didn't. They're go. They're straying away from the books quite a bit. They're keeping to the core storyline, but in reality, Asimov doesn't focus like in none of his books does he focus on characters. It's more way more about world building and how science progresses. Um, he doesn't like. There's never like, hey, this character is important. In any of his books that doesn't happen because he doesn't care about personality. He didn't care about. He cares more about how technology affects humanity. That's like that's what Asimov's about and. The reason why is because he had like eight different scientific degrees and he was a professor of like three of them and all this other shit. He knew shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't even know he was like that kind of writer. I always thought he was a uh, like a historical book type of writer because in my in my school, I had he they, they make uh, I yeah, it was Asimov. Was- he did the own. He had the history of. Whatever, and I have some of the science books. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's what I. Th- that's the only thing I ever saw. Was oh, those science books, because we had them in my school. They were hardcover. There's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, like, like Egypt, and then there was the 
yeah. space and then this and that. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he was he studied all these scientists. He yeah, studied yeah, yeah. like he had a degree in multiple scientific fields um, in multiple degrees in those fields, too. Like he was beyond brilliant. And he would literally like in one interview, he said, oh, he's like, I get up in the morning, I have my coffee and I literally write from when I get up until pretty much I go to bed. And he's like, I, I spare some time and have and I talk to my wife or she gets mad. <laughs> uh, kind of thing. So he he loved writing. He and he loved teaching, and he liked going around and teaching. Like that's why one of my favorite quotes. If like people don't remember, like on uh, the PC, the case I did and actually gave it to Johnny eventually for his PC. Um, uh, the side of that case, it's written. It's one of Asimov's quotes. He's like, he doesn't <sighs> fear computers. He fears the lack of computers. Um, because he feared society getting dumber. He didn't like, he wants people. That's why he wrote so many science books like that and went to universities, progressing people to learn the sciences, get into science, study science, because he feared people were getting dumber. And I, I, it, it's sad, but it's fucking true though. People are getting dumber. Um, it's really, really sad, but he saw it back in the eighties when like, you watched the interviews and he was like, he talked about all the things like we were doing in schools and stuff. And to make our societies dumb, and well, look what happened. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about you, Nate. It's just speaking of terrible, stupid shit. Sorry. Like, The Rock is now begging to be the next James Bond. Oh, God, no. Complete lack of understanding of what James Ooh. Bond is. God, no. <laughs> that will kill the James Bond series. He, he, kind of, he kind of stands out. Yeah. Um, no, but in general, like, I would say, yeah, the, the foundation is really good so far. Like, I really like this version of the foundation library, like, of the universe books. That's yeah. what they were. Um, because the reason why is because we didn't get character building in the books. Cause he wasn't, he, that's what he wanted to do about, but we're getting a lot of character building, um, in the show. And actually one of my, I, it was great. Cause I was like, this quote hasn't been said and it should have been said at this point already. Like this is like episodes ago. Um, was supposed to be said by a certain character. And it was actually said by someone else, which isn't really that big of a deal. It was by this character's father. That was originally the person that was supposed to be said it. And I think it's hinting at the person got it from their father, and that's why they said it kind of thing, um, because it was a flashback. Nate, why is it you will always defend constant changes in books and TV shows being made of books? It's like um, you're a simp for these assholes who don't want to be accurate at all. Well, no. They, I like, understand the foundation because it's hard to be accurate. But I'm just wondering why you always defend these TV shows that butcher the original content. Well, I don't. Yeah, but I don't always butcher. Like, I mean, I don't always defend them either. Dude, you fucking went head over heels for this fucking Wheel of Time shit. Whoa. And as of now, it looks like they pissed on his face. Um. <laughs> well, the actual premiere was yesterday in London. I don't care because the premiere doesn't mean it's good. Right, a bunch of other fucking Hollywood people telling you you made a good show well, doesn't make you go, oh, then it must be good. Well, no, they invited like, for instance, like my guy I've been watching for years, Daniel Green. Uh, he's like a book, uh, booktuber. Yeah, but he's like you. He literally doesn't care that they changed a bunch of shit. Mm. Like he's like you in the in the apologist apologist side. He's not the kind of person who's like, I don't think they should be make like adjusting this aspect of how it began or that he's like you in that regard. He doesn't care. Mm. They never like you never hear from the people like me who don't want them to fuck with the story too much because we always get told we're just being assholes. Mm. I was just wondering like deep down inside, are you just, you just don't like to argue? <laughs> no, that's you not just it. Don't want to, you don't want, 
Like, you don't want to stand for anything? It's not Queen of the Damned. Well, oh, God, that was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, at, this, could at be, that, dude, this could be at, really good. At that time. It could be really fucking bad. Yeah, at that time, I, like, well, obviously, I was a little younger. When I, was, I got a lot angrier early, like, easier. If I was in front of that, when I, like, if I was in that movie theater and that director, like, say, was outside or something, <laughs> like that, I probably would have punched him in the face. <laughs> and like I've said a thousand times. If, if you're a fan of the Wheel of Time and it doesn't aggravate you that everything has felt like they're trying to convince you the story is the Moraine story, then you're not a true fan. I, you may want to be excited for the show, but if it doesn't bother you that every trailer and everything you've seen <clears throat> basically backseats the boys who are the main characters in the story, then I don't think you're really a fan. Because... You can't deny that they're backseating those guys 100%. Well, Again, I can the, say... Tra- the trailer doesn't even... If you've never read the books, you have no clue that those boys are anything more than side characters well, to the to Moraine and the two two girls. Well, the reason why I like take like the guy... like I'll, Obviously, I've bought, he's recently become a public, uh, an author, too, because he published his first book, uh, Breach of Peace, uh, Daniel Green. Um, his YouTube channel got big because that's all he did when he started... He just covered nothing but Wheel of Time and their lore and all the details about the all different you know, types of people. Like that's all he did in the beginning. Um, he is like beyond like invested in like Wheel of Time in his channel and everything. Okay, then you if if he's so invested and so honest, then you explain to my me why he is ignoring that fact. Because I'm not being like it's not a conspiracy theory. It's a straight up fucking fact. Go watch any of the trailers, dude. Hmm. Like any of the content. If you didn't know who they were, you wouldn't believe they, that they mattered at all. Yeah. No, and he has commented actually on that on his YouTube channel uh, when he's done, like, the reviews of the trailers and stuff. And he said it does feel like that, he said, but maybe that's a rebalancing. He's like, maybe the books could have used a little bit of balance more toward all the characters instead of just the three. But- yeah, but see, that's my argument. It's not a rebalance because they didn't balance it. You know, it's like... I'll use a perfect example. Just the other day, a um, the, the the news announced that a, I think it was Michigan, was like, we have um we have elected the most diverse council in history. Every single one of our council me- members are Muslim, and I went, so it's not balanced because yeah. it's just one, and that's what I'm, that's what it feels like with this. Like he if he's saying it rebalanced. Why is it just you don't know the kids exist, but she exists completely? It doesn't sound like a rebalance at all. It sounds like a uh, an erasure. Well, no, but like I think I like my argument still stands. I personally think like from like I've read I have the world like probably six or seven times, and Moraine is a huge presence in that book. Like, and that's the only book she has like the biggest presence, and it's most of the book she is a presence. The rest of the books it's not so much. But that book is really, it's, it has a lot of Marine. Yeah, it does, but she's not the main character. No. And making it feel like she is, is the problem, dude. No, but I'm saying, like, she's, she's, she's very prevalent in that book, and she's also on the co- original cover of that book. Um, So she is, overall intense, she is a huge presence in the eye of the world. So, that being said, yeah, I mean... That this is just the first season, so she is going to have a huge presence because it's about the eye of the world. Well, yeah, so 
And obviously that is to draw people in because she is, you mean, she's an awesome character in general. Uh, but she's not the main character. No, she's not but the main character. Making her the main character. That's the point, dude. No, but I mean, so, okay. Say you're walking in a like bookstore <laughs> uh, and you see that book on the shelf. Like for the first time you see Moraine. You're going to assume like people like you much as people want to say they don't judge a book by the cover. Dude, but it, fantasy, 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 terrible, fantasy, fantasy <laughs> books are terrible. judged by. No, no, I'm not. I'm not going to listen to this argument because it's fucking terrible. You're basically <laughs> saying that because she's on the cover, that every single trailer and everything they've done to promote this show should basically tell you that the only important characters are her and the two girls. And that's complete bullshit because the fucking... You look at the cover and you go, oh, she looks cool. You, you open the book, after the fucking intro, it literally starts with the, the boys. So that's yeah. bullshit. It's not rebalancing or anything. It's someone's agenda to make you feel like the kid, the show is not about them. Yeah. That's what makes me worry. People don't, like, don't you know. can defend it all you want, but I'm worried because if they've already made an effect, that, like, affected the start of this so much with that, then what's to say they don't rewrite the whole thing so that by the time you reach the end, Moraine is the hero and Rand is just a standalone guy? That's because they've already fucked with the story so much Well, that's not by making happen. you believe that it's all about her. Anyway, that's not going to happen, but... <laughs> you literally... Are you kidding me? You would, would you have said the same thing about, uh, about uh, Game of Thrones? When Game of Thrones turned into, like, the shit that it did in the last season? No oh, one said that. no, happen, I know, right? I know. Yeah, no, that's true. That just turned into absolute pile of garbage. Exactly. But <laughs> so when you say that, you're kind of... I know, I know. ...discrediting the kind of shit people will pull. I know. Anyway, so let's get into this first topic. So, world's first iPhone with USB-C sells at $86,000. An engineering student has managed to create the world's first USB-C iPhone uh, that works just like the original and has successfully gone viral, leading to a modded iPhone X being, what do you call auctioned off for a whopping $80,001 or whatever. 80,001. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it didn't... Obviously, it went to 86, but yeah. Yeah. Um, well, many such mods have, you mean, cropped up over, obviously, the internet. We have always sacrificed the iPhone's fast-charging data transfer uh, from form factors over the features and process. Um, the iPhone C mod, however, is the first fast-charging retaining data transfer reliability. Um, uh, the phone has also added a, what do you call it, grief or visible differences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but where's the actual picture of the actual phone? Is there an actual picture of the phone? Because there's obviously that phone like there. Is that the actual phone right there though? Or is that a mock-up? I don't know. Because that still, that looks like a lightning port. But I'm not sure. It kind of looks like a lightning port. Can't tell because it's really shadowed. Yeah, it kind of, yeah. It's really, really shadowed. So you can't tell if it's, uh, and obviously, you see here his idea, like the mock-up idea. He was just going to leave it and have it plug into a lightning cable to a USB-C kind of thing. And yeah, um, the uh, yeah. So, and what the hell? So, I can't see what the heck that is, or what that's supposed to be describing. <laughs> that is really weird. So I guess he has another idea for something. I don't know. Hey, cool if he did a video on what he did with this. 
Yeah, that would be great. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, obviously. And it's from 2017, by the way. It's an old iPhone. Yeah, so this thing with Europe, European Commission, uh, for the record, has recently proposed to legally compel all phone manufacturers. So it hasn't been passed yet, I guess. Fucking Christ. These people will say anything to make, like, I agree something needs to be done, but they'll say anything to make this shit sound more palatable for people. Legally compel? In other words, force. <laughs> like, there, it's not compelling. Compelling would be like, hey, we'll give you we'll give you some a kickback if you do this. They're basically like, fucking do this or you're out of business. And it's legally compelling. Well, no, it's like, well, no, I understand where they're getting from. Like, all our modern in like our modern world, right, is made on these standards. And yeah, I'm, these, I'm, not, stupid. These, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. But I'm but saying like legal. Be honest about your bullshit. No, you but I mean? like legal. Just don't say legally compelled. Just be like, no, we're making them do it because we can. Well, you no, know? legally compelled. It's it means like the basically to force a standard. Like yes, like a, in North America, it, it's like a nice way of saying we're making you do something. Mandate. Well, it's a like yeah, um, it's like make. Look, we're forced complying. Well, no, but like, telling. well, no, like for instance, like it does not elect, like electricity <laughs> in um in North America is um 120 volts from inside your house into your thing. That's the standard, 120 mm. volts. Um, European standards 240, and that's a national thing across the board. Like those are legal requirements, so everybody yeah. runs on so. So everybody, so everybody has the same, so everybody has a set of same effect on the electrical grid. Um, the same thing with like TV components, the same thing with like electrical, all small electrical components all have to follow a certain protocol, same with power supplies. you off when he explains something you already know. Like we know, we're not saying we don't know that. We're just saying the wording legally compel is a nice way of them trying to hide that they're basically forcing them to do it. No one's saying it's a bad idea. I'm just making fun of the words because I'm tired of hearing it from all these people in power saying shit that like, oh, well, we're not going to force a mandate. And then they turn around and tell you, if you don't do it, you lose your job, which is basically forced com- compliance. Yeah. Well, no, but like some of these companies need to be told that because like yeah, Apple, not, Apple. Again, I'm not saying they don't. I just think just fucking go on the news and be like, look, just tell the truth. Do- yeah. Some of your assholes are not doing what you should do. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to make you do it. Yeah. You're, you're, what you're doing, what they're doing is trying to make it seem like they're not so they can look like the good guys. Yeah. But they're not the good guys. They're the same assholes that wouldn't do this if it benefited them more. Like they're going with this because it's going to make them more money and it's going to help them in the long run. Like I would, I would, look- I would never do this. It's only been being researched for less than a year. Why aren't you doing it? We all have to do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's, all I'm saying is. <laughs> It, it just you stop lying just tell the truth you're making yeah. them do it and you should because it needs to be done yeah. but going up there and pretending that you're not making them do it is just it's the most bitch ass thing in the world <laughs> only cowards in, in countries like Afghanistan do that shit oh, well. oh I'm sorry I mean they did they did say girls would be allowed to go to school and the only girls that are letting go to school are girls that would be going to school to be taught how to be better wives. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to allow girls to go to school to learn how to be better wives. Have a good day. Yeah. Jesus. 
Yeah, so, okay, so, yeah. So, does so make he, any sense? So, what he actually did. <laughs> not, not, well, not that, no, not what that. he did, he made his own custom uh, PCB, which actually, there's, which is great in our day and age because we have sites like PC Wave, uh, PCB Wave, mm. um, which you can print out PCBs for like dirt cheap yeah. and send and send to you, which is awesome. Um, that's what he did. He designed what you can, PCBs are fairly easy. Max. He designed a USB to C USB C uh, circuit board small enough to actually fit underneath that first plate there, um, allowing you to take a uh, basically because they already have converters for um, a Lightning to USB C. Yeah, you had to do that. So he added that all inside the phone. But to do that, he had to make a small enough circuit board to add USB C to USB C. That's where he designed his own little circuit board to put in there. But that also lets it transfer at the correct rates like yeah the, the fast charge and the transfer speed and stuff like that yeah because you need all the because it's not a thunderbolt port you got to remember it's just a yeah it's just a, it's still just USB-C, but it uh what allows for that fast charging is those other they're not like they're not where all the main data and stuff comes through but they're like additional ones and you see this on a lot of things mm-hmm. and like when i do these like transfers like put USB-C cables, i just cut those wires off i don't give a shit because all you need is a four ports really yeah. um and it works fine so and that's what he did he added everything that the lightning all those wires that are coming through that port which are only technically four but they're split into like six um so and that's what converts it so the biggest thing is obviously he had to put together his own circuit board to actually get that working which i'm sure there was some trial and error of printing those boards and trying it again yeah uh, so and obviously the challenging part was you had to make it super super small because there's not much room inside uh, uh smartphones nowadays nope there's not much room at all so and that one probably won't be waterproof anymore no um unless he's got like professional stuff well no you can order later well they're not, some are expensive some are not uh, the kits to reseal phones. Oh. Some are expensive, some are not. Um, they're not 100%. They're not as good as from factory. Um, but I don't agree with that anyway because I think everything should be fixable. Yeah. Um, and there's no reason, like, that's nice having waterproof and all that stuff, but I'd rather have my phone fixable by me and me to be able to order the parts, you know what I mean, and fix it myself. I'd rather not break it. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> I'd like, you know I mean, if something breaks, I want to, like, you know I mean, that's I guess that's kind of how I was raised, though, like by my dad and stuff like that. If something broke. You fixed it. You yeah, didn't go yeah, buy yeah. a new one. You fixed it. Um, yeah, I mean, there was no reason to buy something when you can fix it. So it's just a waste of money. Mm-hmm. Absolute waste of money and waste. Of, it's like e- it's super e-waste. That's like when people pay to get their brakes done. Oh, God. Yeah. Use the it's like super like it's. Yeah, it's enough. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's just in general. It's just e-waste to go ahead and like. Uh, throw out your phone when your phone works fine. Grim, what's your green blueprint? <laughs> what's your carbon Grim, footprint? Dude, you know what I do? <laughs> Every time I leave my house, I burn something. <laughs> my green footprint is the big giant middle finger. I would care if you guys weren't so fucking annoying about it. <laughs> Walking around acting like you're superior. Just makes me fucking not care at all. Well, I don't think anybody's walking around like they're superior, but... Oh, yes, they do, dude. The entire 
freaking climate change cabal of people walk around talking like this period. Okay, I, I don't think it's a cabal. But... <laughs> oh, yes, it is. It's a group of... Dude, oh. It's a group of people who know what they're talking about, trying to figure out how to fix the problem, and then there's a mob of crazy assholes who know nothing, who walk around polluting on a constant, but telling you you shouldn't. While walking around with their new phone, they get every six months. Well, that's a whole so nother. They can tweet these pictures about them trying to be superior than you. Well, that's that's called virtue signaling. That's I'm a getting, whole other thing. I'm getting yeah, an electric it, car that I have to replace the battery on that is worse back, in, years ago. than like, uh, gasoline. Like ten years ago, I would say. South Park did an episode called Scazes. Do you remember, Nate? I'm... It's the one where the guy came into town selling rubber bands. And there were rubber bands to virtual signal about all the causes you fight for. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. every time yeah, yeah. he showed up, he'd, he'd do a song about how <clears throat> you have all these causes, but you don't give a fuck, basically. Yeah. yeah. That's no. basically 95% of the liberal left that runs around screaming about this shit. They well, don't actually live what they claim. Well, no, that's the ones you see in, like, the media and stupid shit like that that want just their face plastered everywhere. They don't care about what they're actually talking about. They just want their face plastered. You say that, but then you um, look at the rioters who burned down their own cities. There and were the, millions of people doing this. Yeah, thing, but I'm talking about the actual, happened. like, I'm talking about the actual scientists that publish papers that don't want to be in the media, that don't want to be. They just want to solve the problem. That's the guys I'm talking about. That the most you see their name is at the bottom of a paper somewhere. You don't see them on the media. You don't see them anywhere else. You see them keep, like they work. You mean fifteen hours a day, crunching numbers, figuring out different solutions to actually solve and possibly save the planet. They don't want. They don't want to be in the limelight. They don't want any of that. They just want to help. <laughs> Those are the people I'm talking about. Well, there's this new person that's trying to help. Who? Uh, the new owner of MoviePass. Oh yes, <laughs> I loved. Okay, I had such. Okay, I so, we, I was literally going to the movies like sometimes four times a week. And now I bet the movie theaters are wishing they didn't get make it go away. <laughs> yeah, like it was great. Like it was great. I was paying literally ten bucks a month and seeing like thirty movies a month. Almost, it was like nuts. Yeah. Um, I literally went to see every single. I was like, I didn't like pick and choose what movie I went to see in the theater. I'm like, yeah, that might not be right. I'm like, yeah, just go over it. We'll go over it. It's fine. That explains why you went to see Star Wars. Um, So, I mean, actually, I went to, what was it? Uh, the movie pass was around during The Last Jedi, which I went to see like four times. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I love The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi is a great movie, but um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that was it was great. It was fucking great at the time. The, the live light was great. I was like, and I racked up so many points at like Regal. That you got free food. I guess time. every time I got, every time I just got free food, like mm -hmm. full large popcorn, drink, all free. I'm like, sweet. And it's like a free movie pretty much. Like free, 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 free for me. Thank you. <laughs> and didn't you get like <laughs> bonus tickets or something like that? So your guests could come with you? Yes. Something like that. We got uh, for one time. We actually got bonus tickets. I think. Yeah, it was great. Like, cause you got you rack up so many points so fast by seeing so many movies. Uh, which I granted, I think they should have. If I was an owner of Regal, I've been like, if you use Movie Pass, you don't get points. Sorry. Oh well. Yeah. I think they should have done that. Granted, I was. I love the fact that I was getting points. It was cool. Yeah. But <laughs> I think that's As what they should have done. Business aspects is like. Big yeah. <laughs> They didn't completely think that through. Like, they, there wasn't enough negotiating. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Movie Pass come back, apparently. 
We'll see. So what's this, what does this guy have to say, this new face of MoviePass? Uh, he, he basically thinks that, like, with everything that's been going on right now, with the whole COVID thing, it, it's probably going to be a better idea. It's, it might work out better. Because before we didn't have, you know, COVID, the movie industry was booming. Yeah. Now, now it's like everything's uh, going online I, and shit. It's floundering. <laughs> I wouldn't say that because other than a couple of big things, the movie industry has been floundering for a while. And I've actually watched videos about it. Like, other than Marvel movies and a couple of the big movies, you couldn't get anything off the ground. I can't read it from Movies there. in general have gotten worse over the last few years. Oh, I mean, like it's just gotten bad. Well, uh, like, and I do agree with your point, and I think the big portion of it, why there is so many like terrible movies that have come out, it's because we're getting film students out of film school, getting hired by Hollywood or whatever big studio, and they have no passion to actually make movies. They just have a degree. That is it. They're not like the guy who was making home movies when he was like. 12 years old and just constantly kept on doing it and never went to school and then became a director and makes brilliant movies. Like those are the people that know how to make movies. not a college educated fucking person. They can go fly a fucking kite. <laughs> like I want somebody that knows what they're doing. You know what I mean? Someone that's done it forever. You mean that loves making movies. Um, but the problem is that's hard to come by because, oh, what do you got for a degree? I would be like, no, I want to see your portfolio. Yeah, he see, he says that uh, a subscription service, is, he can still see his uh, exist in the cinema. Uh, he can't say what the plans are right now because he like just bought it Wednesday. He's He was a co-founder of it. Oh, okay, because I've never seen this guy. Yeah, and then he uh, – so it's like been one of his babies. He watched it infancy grow up and then <laughs> die, die. <laughs> yeah. so, die a horrible death yeah oh. so in a post uh, covid world there we're living in a different world we're trying to get back people back to go into movies yep and he's like can we help get back in the ring and try to help drive traffic to the cinema yeah so yeah they can it just they has to be done right. Like I always say, I think like I loved it, but I think they did go a little too lenient. <laughs> uh, and then when they were dying, it was terrible because you can't go to it more than once. Well, no, day or something. but like you would get locked out. Like they would just lock your card. Like, and it was weird because it happened to us near the end. It happened to us a couple times. We get to the movie theater. Oh yeah, and, it depends and, on the type of movie you watch. Yeah, well, no, it wasn't even that. There was no saying what was happening. You get to the movie theater. Um, on like premiere nights and stuff like that. And it happened to us. So I forget what movie it was. We get there and all of a sudden, like the card wouldn't work, nothing. And then look online and the entire service is down. No, oh. they would purposely shut it off because they were hemorrhaging money. Like it was going out of style. Yeah, they were <laughs> because it didn't work. Well, like, are they really hemorrhaging money or are they finally getting what they deserve? No, no, no move. Not the movie. Theater. No, not the actual, Movie Pass was the one hemorrhaging money because they were owing way more than what they were lending out to people to go to movies. So the movie theaters weren't losing anything. Um, I'm not talking about the movie theaters. I mean the entire system in general because the entire system is predicated on paying $50 million to actors that don't deserve that kind of money to then go ahead and start a movie that costs $200 million to make but costs $400 million to fucking advertise and then they charge you fucking 20 bucks a ticket. 
Oh yeah, but we're talking about like yeah, like but it's it's all just a. I know what you're talking about. I'm just saying it's karma for these fucking for the movie pass for the industry COVID. It's all fucking karma for these assholes. Yeah, but no, but like yeah, movie pass wasn't part of the. They were just there to make money off people wanting to go to the movies. That was the idea, and you basically they gave you it was because they gave you a debit card. And that debit card was almost like a loan to go to the movies. It wasn't a loan because you didn't pay it back. All you do is pay 10 bucks a month to have that debit card and you just swipe it and you can go to a movie. But there was still real transactions going on there. Yeah, that was you, still you, real money. You would tell them you're going to this movie and then they would put that money on the ticket, on well, the card, and then you buy the ticket. Well, no, but th- this is what was really messed up too because they just like flout. They really shouldn't. They I don't know what they could have done, but I don't think debit card was the great answer because people are literally doing this. They would go to the movie theater because the way you activated the card oh, is yeah. you activated the money. card in on your phone. It turns the card on because the card was only on for that short bit of time. For when you walk up and pay for your ticket, yeah, um, people were literally doing that or spoofing their location because it checked your location too. Yeah, they also were spoofing the location, saying that the movie theater cards activated for like ten minutes with money on it. They would go to the grocery store and go shopping, and then <laughs> that's it. Well, with our with the movie theater we had, it was right next to us. I know. <laughs> so like this was like it, it was a bad idea. Like granted, we have way better like the, the technology was around. What are you gonna do with twelve to fifteen dollars? I, I don't know. Well. People, yeah. How often could you do that a day? Well, three times a day. Three times a day. So uh, yeah, that adds up. Yeah, forty-five dollars. Yeah. Um, people were also selling tickets. To people they were staring, staying at the movie oh, theater. That's right. Yeah, and they and, were. and just buying people tickets and yeah. then taking the money. That's right. <laughs> they were selling for like half the price of what the movie theater was. Yeah, because they were only paying ten dollars, and you'd get fifteen dollars or so from yeah. the movie theater because that's what tickets cost. Yeah, and you're only making ten bucks a month for the. Yeah. <laughs> so you're making the profit. All you can do that three times a day for all month. Every yeah, for a month. So that adds up, I guess. If they were getting away with it, they, they were. That's insane that they could do that. So uh, granted, part of it wasn't enough planning. Part of it was it was very broken of a system because of the poor planning. Um, I think personally, they should have done QR codes at the theaters. Like you had to scan your phone on the QR code on their computer to purchase the ticket. Well, that would mean that the the the, the theater would have to agree to it. That was a bit of one of the other issues. The theaters didn't like the idea because, because it was, it was a debit, a debit card. card. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, I know. And that's where the planning wasn't didn't happen. The planning happened a little more so they could lock it down. Mm-hmm. Because the the thing in the end, the theaters were making this money. They didn't lose. The theaters didn't lose anything. They yeah, actually yeah, were yeah. making bank. Yeah, I don't um, know why. They, they, Movie Pass was the one losing money. Yeah, yeah. They were. Um, because of their poor planning. Yeah. Um, I think personally they should have done the QR code thing at the theater so that you had to scan on your phone to get the ticket. Right there, and the transaction happened behind the scenes between the movie theater and Movie Pass. Had you had no control over that because that was the biggest problem. You had too much control over. And it. And then they went and changed it to you could go to a movie once a day, and then it yeah. went to what three days a week or something like that. Um, towards the end, they yeah, were like, no, yeah, it was only like twice a month or something by the end. Oh, it twice was, a month. It was, it was, yeah, it was literally, it was pretty bad. Uh, Granted, twice a month was still cheaper than paying the ticket at the movie yeah, theater. Yeah, yeah, because you're paying ten bucks a month. Um, for two movies, for two movies instead of twenty bucks for one movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, and there was the family plan too, where you could get two tickets or four tickets. Or I don't know what it was for like thirty bucks a month. I can't remember. Yeah, but at the beginning it was. I, it was I, 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 I waited so long to. I never did it. I was like, oh, wait, because I was gonna, you know, get just drop the hundred dollars, and at that oh, time, the I year. Did, that 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 time I didn't have that kind of money to just oh. drop. So. It was yeah. It was. <laughs> Because I was always waiting for it to fail. Yeah. And then it ended up failing. It failed pretty hard. It, it yeah. failed pretty hardcore. So they're going to have to up their price. 
They, they can't no, be ten dollars. Well, yeah, up the price of what? Probably 15, and it to, fifteen to thirty, and, and it, like limit the amount. And it can't be a debit card. Don't yeah. do that. That's really stupid. <laughs> um, I think it has to be strictly on your phone. Everything has to be done on your phone. Um, yeah, or watch or whatever. A lot of the movie theaters might agree to it this time, though. Yeah, but it all depends on if because I know that the movie theaters were they did they literally just started doing that and then shit hit the fan. <laughs> Yeah, because like Regal had their their new pass, and uh, AMC did, but I don't know how well they. Well, did. Um, AMC is it AMC? Yeah, um, AMC has had fairly good success actually using um, cryptocurrency. Good for that. <laughs> well, the reason why. So okay, the one thing I noticed on vacation, um, actually this time at Retro Expo, and at um. When we went to Cape Cod, a lot of people are starting to use Venmo. Yes. And some places are literally only Venmo. Yeah. Um, and they're doing it for the same reason why the cryptocurrency. Because it's not reported to the government. Uh, there's no tax for on now. it. For now. For now. There, yeah, there's no tax on it. For now. So that's why a lot of people, the same reason why people originally like only PayPal, like years ago. Because that was before PayPal was reporting to the federal government. Yeah. I noticed that some of the things I bought, I didn't get taxed on, and some I did. They must have did it like a friends and family thing. Yeah, some do that. Uh, they still like there's still plenty of people that do that with PayPal and uh, do the friends and family thing, so there's no tax. Yeah, there's just a fee. I, yeah, I didn't. It's a small nothing. fee. Well, they have to pay. They the have fee. to pay the fee. Yeah. They have to pay the fee. Um, it's a small fee, but yeah, that's why. Like, it's it was so weird the Venmo thing. I was like Venmo, like the lady I bought the book off, which I mean. Granted, I, I, I commend you for making a book, but your book's not great. That's a whole other story. <laughs> um, maybe you want to be a reader before you're a writer. That's a that's, a, that's a whole other discussion, though. <laughs> it's the same argument. Like, would you eat from a cook that doesn't enjoy food? Or that doesn't eat his own food. Or he doesn't eat his own food. Yeah, no. Anyway, <laughs> that's a whole other argument. Um, um, but, yeah, she was like, I had to go get cash because she would only take Venmo. Yeah. Um, so... I mean, yeah, it's it's weird, but yeah. So we'll see what uh, Movie Pass brings. So there's some reshoots going on, huh? With uh, Strange, Doctor Strange two. Yeah, we're not sure what they are, but they think that it might be because there's Wolverine. rumors that Wolverine will be back. Yeah, as, it, a, as a cameo. Because could it also be because Eternals was fucking terrible? <laughs> Maybe they're cutting out parts and adding new parts. Yeah, well, Eternals, like, it, like I said that before, like Neil Gaiman is one of the most brilliant writers, like sci-fi uh, fantasy writers of our time. He is amazing. And he wrote a lot of the Eternals um, and helped create them. It's a rated R comic. It needs to be a rated R movie. Like I've told Period. you a thousand times, when you write by committee, things go bad. No, 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 that but no. Movie. There is no no need. That no, movie. He, no, but he wrote, there's no writing by committee. He wrote The Eternals. I'm not talking about him. <laughs> I'm talking about the movie. No, I know. The movie, not The Eternals. The movie was not written by him. No, no. It was written by a committee of assholes who sat down with a list of stuff to check to make sure they hit all the social justice talking points and they didn't bother to write a cohesive story that was entertaining and exciting to watch. No. They instead wrote a fucking checklist yeah, like they did with the fucking the last Star, uh, Star Wars movie. Um, like, that's why it was bad. 
the um yeah they, but, they, but, yeah they butchered what he wrote during the eternal and somehow it's number one in the box office. Oh, jesus christ Incredible. i can tell you why because people will fucking fake love anything if they fucking think they're owning assholes yeah. and they've been told time and time again that if you make a, a movie and it has a gay lead but it's terrible the movie is terrible because we're bigots not because the movie's terrible so they people come out and tell you this movie's terrible and everybody who thinks that you're you're just a bigot will go see it and pretend it's good yeah i'm just mad because they're butchering one of my favorite authors like works it's like it's ridiculous yeah well wait until they do a new x-men like, they haven't done an X-Men was, right yet. I was super excited. <laughs> they haven't I don't done... know if you guys heard about this, but <laughs> apparently um, Disney is doing a direct sequel to the 1990s um, X-Men TV show. The yeah, animated one. right from 90s, 97. X-Men 97. And it's going to continue right where that left off. And I'm like, I could, I'm kind of excited. But then I'm like, no, it's Disney. Because they're going to look at it and go, wait, so at the end of this show, Wolverine... Um, Cyclops and Storm are like the strongest mutants in the fucking show. Well, we can't have that. Let's make Wolverine and Cyclops weak, and let's make Jean Grey, Jubilee, and that other female chick that no one cares about that was on the show. The Kitty Pride. Um, yeah. no, but like, well, no, but okay, you say Disney, but who is the company doing it though? Disney owns like everything. It doesn't matter. Searchlight. Disney, <laughs> it's not called Fox Disney, anymore. Disney will still like they, they say they're doing a direct sequel. But I don't think, I don't think they realize what they mean yet, because mm. they're gonna have to sit down and accept that if they're doing a direct sequel, then shit like, like the show can't start with a wild diversity re up like change of shit, and they can't start with a strong woman as the lead because if they do a direct sequel, the end of that series doesn't end with any of that in place. No. Mm -hmm. So I don't think they realize yet what they've said, and I don't. I'm worried that they're going to butcher it by well, like starting it up like a year later with like Rogue as the lead character, or like now Rogue is the leader of the X Men, and Wolverine's not around, but Wolverine is now like confronting his gay side or something. <laughs> but, um, dude, you laugh at me, but I like to point out to you that the new X Men series has made ex, uh, Cyclops and Wolverine gay lovers who are in a triangle relationship with Jane Grey. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's the new fucking storyline for the X-Men. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. So now no, you understand. But... I love that show. It's literally one of my favorite cartoons. Yeah. And um... now you understand why I'm worried that they're going to butcher what made it so great because that's what happens when Disney gets a hold of stuff. Um... No, but like they haven't, they have not done a good X Men, like, you know what I mean, like movie yet. They haven't done one, not one. Oh God, no. Not one. There's not been one. It's just everyone's fucking terrible. Granted, I think Hugh Jackman, he loves playing the character, but like I would love to sit down and talk with this guy and be like, "Have you at once? Like, I know you're a fan of Wolverine. I'm sure you read the comics and stuff. Like, how did you not say something?" And be like, you want me to play this character? Well, fucking rewrite your script. Jesus. I'm now listening to the intro. <laughs> 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 I 
Like, Apparently he took he took he took a beating making these movies. Like he he was went through the ringer. Like, no, I know he did. Thrown no, around and stuff like no, that. No, I know he did. Yeah, no, but, but you're basically like, saying why? It, if he's such a fan, why didn't he say something? Yeah, because he was. I liked him as Wolverine. Yeah, dude, they, they're so bad that look, old old man Wolverine was okay. It was okay because mm. it was an all right movie. But if you're an actual fan of old man Wolverine, you're like, why the fuck is this a single movie? based on nothing because that's not what old oh, man wolverine yeah. is uh, old man logan sorry yeah. old man logan is not what they made in that movie that should have been saved and it should have been a disney like plus series because the entire world of old man logan is so different than yeah. the world of x-men and all they did was do like let's just have him save some little girl so she can be the future wolverine and i'm like that's not literally not what old man logan is so basically uh, he him he might have some cameos as Wolverine. I don't know how if if or how much of screen time he'll have. Uh, Patrick Stewart might be in it too. And uh, because uh, supposedly he's the one who convinced Hugh Jackman to do it. Oh, because there's because they were like they with the old man Logan. It was more like you know we want to leave it that way. We want to get the original people. No, no, not even that. They would uh, with uh, with. Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart, they're like, you know what? Let this be our last. We want to end it on the, on a good note. Oh. Uh, but when with this, they're basically trying to say they're in a different reality. Oh. It's not the same. Wolverine. That the X-Men exist in a different reality. Than the, yeah. The it's, current, it's, it's, it's a different universe. The current cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, no, you just need to redo the entire X-Men thing but as a TV show. And you need to follow the template of the original cartoon. But, but I don't know. The TV shows they've tried doing were terrible. Um, yeah, the current. Well, well the, again, how many times do I got to tell you when you let someone who cares more about social justice things than they do about writing a story? <laughs> you laugh, you laugh. But the, the the Captain America show was literally, uh, hey, guess what? White people are bad. That was the story they told. If you watch that whole thing, they basically t- tried to convince you that being Captain America was a terrible thing and that all white people are terrible people and that the bad guys were actually good guys. They just were a lost cause and they shouldn't have been doing it the way they were. That's the entire story of Captain America and the the Falcon. They make you think that the fucking terrorists are good people. Um, It's disgusting, but I have to go because it's 8 o'clock and I got to (laughs) eat. Yeah, this has been Talking Giving Tech, so yeah, I really hope they, yeah. Well, they all won't know. They probably never make a good X-Men movie besides a fan film. Anyway, because those are good. Anyway. <laughs> but I do not want to see Wolverine wearing the actual Wolverine costume because it, no. does, it does not compute right in, in reality. Well, no, I, I agree <laughs> with that with all the costumes. Yeah. Like, I don't like any superhero costume. I think they're all the only one actually rubbery. <laughs> no, the only one I actually like is my favorite superhero, which is Gambit. Because it's not even a well, it's not even really a costume. It's a it's a trench coat and a, a yeah, like a, a com, uh, not a cummerbund, but like a vest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's just wearing a suit. But uh, yeah, all the spandex bullshit. No, that can go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, the, the 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 Wolverine with his the the, the mask he wears just yeah. does not translate well. I've seen fan films of it. it just looks terrible. Oh yeah, yeah you can't do that. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it would it's never work. Awful. That's why I don't like even with the Hulk. I don't think like I. That's why I really liked Lou Ferrigno. Was a great choice. He was bulky. They didn't have to do any weird CGI. Mm -hmm. I don't see why they didn't do that with the Marvel movies. Get somebody that's fucking bulk and big and have him play the Hulk. Because in the the comics, they make him. Yeah, but you're translating it to an actual film. He doesn't have to look like a comic. Eh, I don't know how that would have looked. 
It would have been more like uh, Batista. Yeah, get him, somebody. I don't care who. Get somebody. Well, no, no, he's he's in the Guardians, you know, he's the big yeah. guy. No, I, it's I, I'm saying. I don't know. I think a Hulk is being bigger, though. I don't know. It's because that's what they made it. Well, well, I think, well, for me, like, I didn't read the Hulk comics, but I loved the Hulk show in the 80s with Lou yeah, Ferrigno. But that that's all they could do back then. Yeah. They couldn't make him twice your height. Yeah. You know, so they got the biggest guy they could find yeah. in the 70s and 80s. So, But I found that all relatable, though. Yeah, and they actually had uh, a night because I love Night Court. Uh, the eye thing was like the best part uh, of it. So they had a neat camera. I forgot about this, and I've been watching because I put Night Court on my trail on my Flex server. Uh, Lou Ferrigno, the main bailiff guy who played his bull. I can't remember the actor's name. He's a really really big dude. Um, he picks up Lou Ferrigno, just picks him up and moves him. And this was during the time when Luke Ferrigno was also playing the Hulk. And I was like, oh, that was actually a pretty neat like showing that. Wow, okay, bull might be actually stronger than the Hulk. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it was a kind of a neat little thing they did. Yeah. So anyway, this has been hey. Talking Gaming and Tech. We thank you for joining us on the live stream. If you ever check us out on the live stream, it's usually at Wednesday. This is Tuesday for some reason anyway. But it's usually Wednesday at 6 o'clock. So we thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening wherever you're listening to us on whatever podcast service that may be. Remember, like us, whatever way you do, hit it star or something. I don't know what the hell you do. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. the best way you can do this is just share it out. Actually, that's what we'd appreciate. Yeah. It's just sharing this podcast out to other people that might want to listen to it and might want to hear about some interesting topics. And the rants that we go on. Yes. <laughs> so thank you for joining us. And until next week. For the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, Tech Prime Media. <laughs>